is not in service at this time. Oh, alive. You know what that means. Oh, I'm boy. Stop chomping on these skills. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Hello Alphabet Agencies, an educational comedy podcast hosted by three of the hottest, coolest, most community guidelined people on TikTok. We care about That's holding right. powerful people accountable, empowering others, and knowledge by make. Wait. Empowering others with knowledge by making important research and history accessible to all and building community through the chaos of our modern world. Welcome, everyone. How are you? Sounds about right. I'm doing great today. It's been a pretty boring day, but I kind of like that. Yeah, weird day. Yep. Oh, the the Epstein docs that came out today. That was weird. I've been re- I'm still reading. I was well, I was control effing, you know, a lot. Is that mm-hmm. the find command? Yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. that a lot, looking for certain names, but so far kind of control F. Command yeah, like find or oh, yeah, command. So sorry, so. sorry, oh. I love Apple. I didn't know you were a dude. That's why girls user. can't touch <laughs> computers, dude. Joke. Stupid joke, dude. Yeah, yeah women are <laughs> dumb. But seriously, you had to rip me away from that to get me to come record <laughs> because I was deep. I and I made I already got like ten TikToks shot off about the fucking Epstein files and stuff and Bill Clinton. Did you see like that I, part? Did you yeah. see that part? Oh he, yeah. He likes some young. Yeah, I read that. Oh, quote. I thought we knew that. Well, we. Uh, but see, it's that's like confirmation thing. now. It, exactly. It's like, oh, you know, so before we. This were was all assuming. speculation before. Yeah, a lot of this was like people had figured it out from a lot of other details released that it was like, okay, it's really obvious. But it wasn't like a legal case. But But this is kind of, this feels like legally I can say that Bill Clinton likes him young. Yeah, well, it's a quote in a legal document. It's a literal quote. That's awesome. Not awesome, but. Oh, the Alan Dershowitz stuff too. (laughs) Dude, and yesterday Netanyahu (laughs) was like, uh, we're going to have Alan (laughs) Harvard renowned lawyer Har- and Harvard alum Alan Dershowitz is going to defend us in the international criminal criminal court like bro for genocide like this isn't timing. real this isn't real guys <laughs> <laughs> timing it's it uh. is insane it, our world is truly more insane than anyone could even write like if you wrote mm-hmm. this people would be like you're a hack this is hacky yeah. What are you they're talking like, about? They're like, this insane? is, it's too crazy. It just yeah. doesn't feel realistic enough. They'd you know be like, it needs to be based insane? on reality. Yeah, what, Dante? I was going to say that uh, what's even more insane is that our, our friend Alex Novell um, mm-hmm. pranked, pranked Alan Dershowitz in a video. And it doesn't have that many views, like, really. It's got, like, probably 20,000. Dude, 20, that's 30, probably 000, why he got If fired. I had to completely guess. He, <laughs> no, he, like, really, he clawed on Alan Dershowitz, like, Well, Hassan, Hassan watched it on stream, right? The Dershowitz one? Yeah, Dude, that's I, feel awesome. like I don't think he did. He watched one of Alex's videos. Hassan, you should watch all of Alex's videos on stream. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, it's just funny that, like, I don't know. I'm, like, friends with a YouTuber with, I don't know. He doesn't have that many. He's got a, you know, he has an audience, but it's not. he's not a huge channel. And, I don't know, he just randomly pranked Alan Dershowitz because he had an NYU email or whatever, you know? Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of it. That was like the excitement of the day, and it was kind of lackluster. Cause like you said, we we kind of knew a lot of it. It's some confirmation, but yeah. that was sadly one that, of the most just exciting wiring things. outlets and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I bet know, there's gonna be know, a lot of collar stuff. Mm-hmm. I bet there's gonna be a lot of stuff that we also start gleaning from that, like 
I feel like that we've only had like hints about before and stuff. Like, do you know that yeah. Ghislaine's it was one of the biggest redditors of all time? Dude, you know, she was like yeah. a, the, one of the biggest Wait, moderators in. Dude, it. it I mean. I don't think it's confirmed from this, but this is like some of the stuff that I am thinking about that like hasn't yet been like totally confirmed, but like Mm -hmm. I need confirmation of. So, but like that to me is confirmed a hundred percent. Like the, the account posted every single day for 12 years until, uh, except for the day that her mother died or father died or whatever. And then the day something else, like one other huge moment or oh, the day that she did like the tariff. What the fuck? Why <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Where did the balloons come Brother, from? The, oh my God. Why did they do that? What, Rick, what are you trying to tell us, brother? <laughs> but for real, what was that? No idea, dude. Balloons. I mean, I don't even care. Like this, uh, that doesn't surprise. Even if that was them, it's like I, I just assume that they're watching anyway. So it's like just confirmation of it, you know. But (laughs) what the fuck was that? Anyway, they said happy birthday, Magomed. Birthday, Magomed. Get your get your happy birthday, Magomed merch at the HGHH dot store. But yeah, they um they they posted every fucking day until she went into prison. And the, dude, it, and you know, stopped. like people are like, oh, so what? You know, it's the classic like, oh, what does it matter? It's Reddit. Dude, Reddit controls the what people are talking about, you know, like it's the mm-hmm. it's like the, you know, like her. She could take down posts that she didn't want from like our news, our mm-hmm. world news, our politics. Like she was the biggest moderator, dude. That is dude, huge. Okay. Wait, which As- subreddit was it? She was the moderator of a ton of subs, like World oh. News. Dude, a ton of fucking. I remember ton. seeing that, and it was like, it was one of those posts that I read it. It was like, I don't know if it was on the like r slash conspiracy subreddit. My or chairs. Whatever, but now I have the chairs. And chair. I haven't said anything about mm-hmm. it. So. Oh, it's hard. I, I feel for you now. That's brave, Dante. I, now I notice <laughs> it because she pointed it out. So now I'm going to notice it. Hell Thank yeah, you. brother. No, no. Here's what I'm, I'm sitting with my foot against the desk. So it like holds it in place. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what was I saying? Uh, you're talking about, we were just talking about Ghislaine and the Redditor shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. So I totally forgot what I was saying. That's okay, but she, you know, she was like time. friends with those people. <laughs> I'm so like, sorry. she was friends with like the woman who runs uh, Reddit, and and she's like lied before and said that she's never mm-hmm. met her. She doesn't know her. So now it's like, why the why are you lying about that? You know? Yeah. Be- and that's because I'm yeah, sure Gates. she knew that the <laughs> biggest moderator on her site was fucking Ghislaine Maxwell. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's a psyop for sure. Yeah, dude, dude so every much of fucking feels everything like a is. Dude, everything the Mr. Beast is. Subreddit, that's crazy. PSYOP, the people that's not even a psyop. Dude, even the, the people H3 that run the Mr. One. Beast subreddit, yeah. But the people the, yeah, that w- run the the Mr. Beast subreddit work for Mr. Beast. They're employees. Mhm. And that's against is it? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, I feel like it's definitely not like an organic community, obviously, but I feel like a lot of people do do that. Subreddit when I uh, talked about him being in the Forbes deal. Well, it's the same thing with the Luminar subreddit. The the laser subreddit filled with the astroturf. Well, it's just Austin. (laughs) It's just Austin on a bunch of burners. Dude, I bet it is. Well, as someone who, uh, yeah, firsthand, I really tried to like expose some people on reddit and like get information out there and like 
Yeah, yeah. No, you can spread information really fast on Reddit, and but you can also like get cock blocked hard there, like just Caleb Hammer stuff. Ban, 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 blocked, like mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> yeah. the term is on Reddit. I'm I, I've got a lot of moderators that don't like me. I love that my bombshell about Mr. Beast like running his own subreddit wasn't like a bombshell to you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about it, and it's yeah, obviously. It's okay. It's fine. But I mean, we it, had, it, I, no, wait, we I had an agree, idea though, for a psyop, Corey. Oh, especially for Mr. Beast. No, wait, hey, listen, so Corey. We have, we have a, an idea have, for a psyop. Well, like, I'm being de- 100 serious. I think <laughs> we can do this. So, did you saw our cheese time TikToks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the TikTok, for those of you who don't know, all Nicole did, and this is Nicole's joke. I want to point out that this is Nicole's joke. She it went to the fridge it. at one a.m. It was one a.m. and she said, "It's oh one a.m. You know what time it is?" She grabs some cheese. She says, it's "Cheese time." <laughs> she eats her cheese, and then I did the same thing, and I got more views because Obviously. that was our that was our that, the joke was uh-huh. I stole her joke. But now we're thinking about this, right? So let's say you were to post cheese time. Mm-hmm. Let's say we were to just like make cheese time happen. We were to like in one day we pump out thirty cheese time TikToks and schedule them. And it's to be for any time. At 1 a.m. Brothers, every okay. single day. No, no, every time. So we oh, yeah, we, ha- we each have a variation where it's like two a.m. Grab your cheese. <laughs> it's cheese time. And so our idea with this was that. Well, I noticed. I was like, "This is really bringing the people together." Cheese time is for everyone. Like, no, Dude, no yeah, one has any really qualms with cheese with time. And we put subliminal messages then, in. Yeah, yeah. And so we get everyone in with cheese time, and then we're like, "Hey guys, we have a podcast. Um, it's we talk about cheese sometimes too." <laughs> and then we end up here, and then we're like, "The CIA." And and I think it's I think it'll work. I just think we can we can like do a psyop and have it go like mega viral. Dude, if honestly, we just commit to something, it would have. If you do it thirty days in a row, someone's gonna, no. You're three of us. We already have. And then they're in this our audience something. and they get to listen to hear us talk about the CIA and shit. Like, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Bro, that's been my... I've been trying to think so hard of, like, what we can do. Because we need, like, a wet-ass pussy or something. You know, like, a, we need another fucking Harlem <laughs> Shake that just got a little fucking tag at the end that's like, yo, Joe Biden for prison. We're going to elect someone else. <laughs> like, you know? It could be yeah. cheese time. Like what we need to just figure out what that is, bro. We just need to meme. I'm telling you, memes will save us. Okay, so I I have something to say. Nicole. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. Um so with cheese time, I also this was another like um devolvement last night after I had cheese time. I was like, I'm running on the I'm running for president on the platform of everyone deserves a slice of cheese at one AM. And we thought that was really funny because we're like, haha, that's so true. And then I thought about it, and I was like, actually, what do you need to have a slice of cheese at 1 a.m.? You need you need a home or a shelter, probably electricity, or access to uh, a corner store with fresh food in walking distance. Mm-hmm. We don't even have that or a right vehicle now. if you if you're in the suburbs or we have a vehicle. you know or uh, you need to be safe walking outside to go get this cheese if you gotta leave your house. You shouldn't be having to work at 1 a.m. You should be able to go chill and go eat a piece of cheese. Anyway, I'm Nicole and I'm good. running for president and <laughs> I think good. every person on earth deserves a slice of cheese at 1 a.m. Bro, okay, you know I'm here for the goofs. You know I'm here, even if it wasn't like for a good cause, you know I'd do this anyway. But like, what? why the fuck do we have this podcast if we aren't gonna use them, you know? So That's like, we I'm should saying. form a game plan and we should enlist all of the nitwits and all the fucking the 
What are your guys' fans called? I don't have fans. The hello. Uh, I just the cool and disableds. Yeah. <laughs> the cool What's up, Dante Welchers? <laughs> the Welcher, the Welchers, and the disabled. No, my, fan, my fans are Jake Paulers. <laughs> Jake Paulers. But yeah, so okay, we're you guys. We're gonna have a call to action. Just stick around. You're gonna see later. You know, in the in the coming days about mm-hmm. cheese time. Spread the word. Make it's, your own cheese so time cheese videos. Time, yeah, cheese time. It's kind of like uh, MAGA three X. You know that thing that they did. But it's like so. Ours is like uh, MAGFO. So it's Make America Great for Once for twenty sixty nine X X X. Because we want to yeah. smoke weed and, and have uh, and then sex. Subtitle cheese time. And then by the end of it, it's going to be like 20 million people talking about cheese time to the point where everyone's like, what the fuck is cheese time? And then someone's going to put a microphone in our face and we're going to say, hey, guys, all young people, we're going to change the world. We're going to elect someone else. We're going to replace everyone in Congress and hopefully we'll actually just overthrow the government or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's, that cheese time is about. And they'll be like, what? Oh, yeah, that's dude. I love satire. That was good satire. Right it was there. satire and it was a joke. It was a bit. Have you heard of a Dude, bit before? Comedy. Have, <laughs> have these people once heard a joke in their life? No. Ugh. Even if I thought that violence was the way to get what you want, I'm too much of a pussy to ever do anything. So I would never tell anybody to do anything. Oh, can you insert that <laughs> clip of Kermit the Frog we found? Oh, Whoever edits yeah. this this time, the, yeah. the yeah. Kermit clip needs to go in. Right I do here. not condone violence. <laughs> However. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Alright, can we learn about Cuba now? Oh yeah, yeah Corey, yeah. Corey right. CIA coup time. Yeah, you guys ready for this? Uh, so I'm so ready. I'm getting comfy. I went on a little bit of a rampage because TikTok has finally like basically been like, no, Corey, Cat Dad, you cannot show any of your videos anymore. So I said, Alright, mm-hmm. you don't want me to talk about Israel? I'm not gonna. I won't talk, I won't even talk about Bibi Netanyahu. I won't talk about Biden either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm gonna talk about? I'm going to talk about something I've had in my back pocket for a while that I've been saving. I've been waiting to show you guys. I've been waiting to share because y'all have not been ready. You haven't been ready. And the last few months have been, has been me preparing you for the knowledge that I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> and that was that Justin Trudeau is actually Fidel Castro's son. And I believe Allegedly. that to my core. So, Anyway, okay. I went on a little bit of a rampage. Went on a little, little bit of a That's shit post. That's his opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's all. I mean, everything well, yeah. is my opinion. It's all our opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm sure there's and not going to be mostly jokes. No, Corey, there's not going to be anything crazy you show us that like really confirms that at any point. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm sure it'll remain a crazy conspiracy, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm also insane myself, so yeah, you sh- literally should not listen to anything that I say ever. Mm-mm. That's true. Um, but yeah, so anyway, after dropping that, I've, I've come to learn that a lot of people don't know really anything about Cuba, and I am not the expert whatsoever. Um, I don't really know even that much, but I know more than most Americans, yeah. and I want and everyone else to know a little bit more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because like everything, the, your opinion of Cuba and what you've heard about Cuba is lies. It's BS. It's all part of a psyop. It's cheese time against Cuba. <laughs> it's the anti-cheese we time. We took away bro. their cheese time. Yeah. Or any hopes of cheese time. They can't even yeah. make cheese. Dude, I know. They yeah, because they have like no dairy dairy, right? I mean I, not no, but like they I have very I don't know, you know if they can't make cheese over. The thing metaphor. with Cuba no, no, guys is like, that we've been embarked. <laughs> 
Sorry, we've we'll been embargoing them for 60 years, you know? We've been embargoing, which means that no one can trade with them. So yeah. it's whatever they have on their island is whatever they get. And then we look at them and we go, look at these idiots. They they don't even have Wall Street. And it's like, okay, <laughs> but we're not, no one can trade with them. You literally yeah. block around their island with your ships. And if anyone goes to trade with them, you will shoot their ships. You know, so Dude, that's what we've been doing for like a hundred years to these guys, right? What did they do wrong? What did they do to us? Well, they're communists. Didn't didn't you know yeah, that? That's bad. Well, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah that's bad. That's a word. Yes. That's a word. <laughs> so, you said the, you said the it's word. It's a communist. scary word. They toss it's, it around a lot. It's truly horrifying. Um I mean, dude, we like have to do like an episode on McCarthyism. And like, I feel like so many people don't know anything because no one's been taught anything. You know, it's uh, and, and I that's feel deliberate. Like they've it's really like been like actively rewriting a lot yeah. of history. Because dude, when you Google Fidel Castro on Google, it's like you have three videos to pick from. That's it. You know, mm -hmm. you can't find pictures. You can't find. Any they only want you to opinions. see what they want you to see. And yeah, they, they like to hide the good stuff. So we're here mm -hmm. to deliver. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I just think that a whole bunch of what you've been told about them has been kind of a raw deal. And it's all built on this lie because we have to make sure that communism doesn't work. Because if communism works, then we might look at it and go, hey. Well, then that means that the other C word wouldn't work. Mm. But yes. But 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 but. Look, I love capitalism. Yes, Listen, you do. Peter, I'll cut you a deal. I will let <laughs> you do capitalism with your 10 best friends on an island somewhere. You never have to talk to us again. You can just go away. You can have all your money, too. Yes. That's, dude, they're, yeah, they're like, I got to collect my little giblets and bring them to my hole in the ground. <laughs> what are you going to do with them, bro? What, what are you going to do with right? these little credit credit cards? Your little money points. But yeah, so anyway, but so Cuba's history's kind of started off with, you know, they were like a farmer, like hunter gatherer type of society, like before the 1400s. Oh, and then, I know that Destiny's the streamer Destiny. <laughs> Actually, that's very interesting. A, you bring a Destiny. Very up. fun fact, amazing. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> What's there's a slur I'm not gonna say. I don't know it even, but there was a slur. He reacted really, 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 really passionately to it, and then I think that's when the internet like did a little digging and outed him for being um, like the descendant. His grandma was in the room actually, or some mom or something. I don't know, but his his grandparents owned a plantation in Cuba. That's what it sounds Dude, like. Dude, yeah, his mom outed him on yeah. stream. On stream, it was awesome. Oh, it was so awesome. And you can tell how we'll, we'll get there. That'll be the last clip I show. But, <laughs> you <laughs> spoiled the grand finale. Well, they should stick around. How do, uh, shit, I can't get this thing to show. Okay, it doesn't matter. You can see it, right? Yeah. Let's do a slideshow. Okay, so yeah, uh, history of Cuba starts with, of course, colonization you know the spanish are there for like 400 years and of course they use it for like a sugar plantation which means that all the people there they call them peasants and they're basically their slaves you know it's the same thing that's going on in america between 1400s and 1850 or uh, 65 or whatever year um but yeah so then as soon as the spanish stopped uh colonizing them guess who started colonizing them oh 
It's America. America oh. does. No, dude, no. America, land of the free? Home of the brave, yes. Because no the way, way that America thrives and survives is that they need, in order to keep fueling this giant, like, blob of people driving their cars and, like, consuming constantly, you know, we have to go to other countries and take their resources and their oil and their bananas and all of their other stuff. You know, we got to go take those because if we paid a fair price for those, we wouldn't be able to afford them. So what we do is we and steal it. And then capitalism might not work that well. Yep, exactly. They don't want I, you to know the, that, though. The free open market, you know. Dude, land of the free. Brother. I love a free market. Okay, so here's a little quick history from the American back. Not to the 1950s, as many Americans might think, but to the 1850s. The story starts with America divided between pro-slavery and anti-slavery politics, and one of their many fights is over the Spanish colony of Cuba. Pro-slavery lawmakers want to buy Cuba from Spain, or take it by force to turn it into a new slave state. Anti-slavery politicians oppose this, calling it imperialism. But fast forward to 1898, after slavery is over. Americans have a different version of this same argument when Cubans rise up against Spain. The U.S. joins them, starting the Spanish-American War. But Americans divide. Should the U.S. seize Cuba from Spain for itself, or liberate the island? This is part of a much bigger debate at the time over whether the U.S. should explicitly become a European-style imperial power. So this is an argument about Cuba, but it's also an argument about America, what kind of country it should be. Should America be the kind of country that controls Cuba, or that respects it as a fellow sovereign nation? And that argument has continued in different forms ever since. At this point, in 1898, the fight happens in Congress. Each side passes laws trying to force their way. And it ends up with a weird split baby policy with Cuba winning independence, but other quasi-imperial American rule. The U.S. would take over Guantanamo Bay, dictate Cuba's foreign policy, and give itself the right to intervene in Cuban affairs. Then came the American interventions in Cuba in 1906-1917. Each time, the U.S. military takes over for a few so years, hard. ostensibly to resolve some political crisis, what? but that usually means protecting American interests, such as sugar imports. Really today, when Americans think about the U.S. and Cuba, we think of the Cold War, but Cubans often think back to this imperial era. And that era technically ends in 1933 with an uprising against Cuba's government. Under U.S. law, America's supposed to intervene again, but President Franklin Roosevelt wants to end the imperial era, so he declares neutrality. And over the next 20 years, Cuba becomes a democracy and one that's generally friendly with the U.S. Okay, that's good. Okay, so yeah, uh, I don't know if I should be, I mean... It's fine to show clips, right? We can cut yeah, it down. In, yeah, yeah, because we're going to talk about them. Yeah. We also right. transformed it during because I was breathing heavily. Hell yes. Okay, Nicole I have to explain that. that. So I started laughing and then I was like, I can't just laugh and not say why. I just laughed well, in the middle of Well, I'm also hearing myself like twice right now too. So I can't hear if I'm breathing heavy. No, oh, I just really? noticed. I, I, you, I Dante beside me, I have no idea if the mic picked it up. But all of a sudden you just started breathing like this. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so distracting. <laughs> Wait, Dante, are you having trouble hearing? Are you hearing yourself twice? For some reason, I just hear Nicole as well, but it, it'll be okay. We can, it's not that bad. 
Okay. Let me know if it's too bad, though. No, no, we're good. But yeah, so um, anyway, do you guys have any questions about that part? Like, basically, America just always does this. This is the thing. And they learned this kind of with Cuba that, like, you know, at first they, they basically had possession of it almost. And that's what they were talking about, that they kind of decided, like, do we let them get independence or do we just keep possession of it and then they realize that mm-hmm. they could have the best of both worlds where they pretend like they're independent but really they own the people who were ruling the country because it's easier to just manipulate a couple people at the top with money and you know the Jeffrey Epstein way with like children apparently uh, but mm-hmm. like they found it you know that's that's kind of what starts America on its journey of coups like if there's ever a government that you don't want let's just overthrow it and then put in a guy that likes us and then he'll give us their oil for free that's it that's the whole equation Dude, that's, that's genius honestly yeah i mean it's evil and genius yeah Dude, Dude it's so crazy. okay so america's cool with coups is what i'm hearing Brother, we could do a coup. I'm, no, I think they've done a I'm kidding. It's coups. a joke. No, this is a comedy no, podcast. It's no. a comedy no, you podcast. You know what? There yeah. is a there is a non joke version of America getting cooed, and that's when uh, America cooed JFK. <laughs> we'll yeah, get there a sure. different day. We'll get there. We'll get there. And that's a, another joke, but uh, uh, another piece of comedy. Exactly. But yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, classic America going on here. Yeah, so I love the USA. You know, it's like the typical thing. They, the, America just sees other people's possessions as their own. Um, United Fruit saw their bananas as theirs, so you know they get a say in their country. And then there's all the the gas and oil refiners and stuff, and they get a say in their country. And so it becomes like this, you know, financial paradise essentially, because then. People start building hotels and, you know, it becomes like Miami, uh, you know, essentially. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. tourist, like, vacation destination almost. And then it gets basically to the point where, you know, a- as the money's coming in, then you start getting prostitution and gambling and all that stuff. And you know who runs those? The mob. So the mob and America basically own everything on this island. They They're working the people like slaves forever <laughs> they're they own all of their land no one has a home it's like sounds familiar a little bit but um mm-hmm. <laughs> weird uh but yeah they, like it's working to the point- like slaves here and that was a tiktok that i remember you, you had oh yeah, dude, i had a real someone problem got so with you saying that you. this you said this is the closest we have been to slavery since you didn't say yeah. we were doing slavery right yeah I didn't say we were closer than we've been, and I think that that that's a that guy is an example. The guy who was commenting that you responded to, that's an example of Fed behavior. Yeah, for sure. Because really, and and it's always like you know, there's a million questions. It's always I agree with you, but you didn't answer this part of my like. You're like, bro, you sent me 67 fucking messages. Like, I can't get to all of them. And that's the point. Like, I I just did another video with someone else who was doing that where they're like, I agree with you totally. But those people are there to derail. They're there to make you answer questions and like fumble one and then pick it apart. Or Exactly. They just want to see you crack and like try to use the like, yeah, they want to wedge you to, uh, be discouraged to speak about that thing anymore. They want to just squeeze their way in and be like casting little bits of doubt on you 
or lots of bits of doubt on you. Mm-hmm. It's classic. That's fed behavior. Yeah. So I no- you know, normally don't engage with those people, but I wanted to use that guy as an example. But honestly, it, bringing, like we said before, like bringing this stuff in the open, just like honestly saying what it is, I feel like is freeing because it's like Very. they can't do anything. No, they, I'm like, most none of, of us don't. are going to be intimidated by this dumb shit. Like, I can see through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so obvious on Twitter, dude. Like, well, I won't derail us too far right now. No, no, but no, it's just it. so obvious, like, fed behavior on Twitter. Like, I mean, oh, I could, I'm not going to. Jackson Hinkle yeah, feels I mean, like a fed. There's a mm-hmm. lot of feds on Twitter. And but, that's not like a U.S. State Department fed. That's like a, a Russian uh like a Vladimir Putin fed, but you know, it's the same thing. They all have the same aims, so it doesn't really yeah. matter, and right? Like yeah. lots Free of Palestine like, because MAGA, which is like, which is like what are we okay. talking about? Yeah, lots of blue checks that just like all are saying the same variation of things where it's like, hmm, why do you guys care to spread this certain message? That's right. weird. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, why did you reply to me and cast out on my very like not weird observation weird yeah and i hadn't heard of jackson hinkle until like you guys brought him up with me a couple days ago and then all i saw was him it was like they were pushing him all over tiktok right now dude i keep reporting his videos because i just he like enrages me and also because we know what he's it's done. It's such an to obvious grift, dude. It's yeah. so obvious. Well, it's just like he's like we said, he's one of the maggot dudes. Like he like we've seen him online already on Twitter. Like he's not new to the internet. This guy's mm-hmm. been around the block. People know what he's about, and it's just infuriating to see him get a platform with Gen Zers that don't know him that are like, oh, free Palestine, yes. Like they think this guy's on their side and it's like, dude, no, no, he's grifting because he knows you care about that right now. If I had access <laughs> to the soundboard, I would I would make some kind of song of something about fed flags. Fed, fed flags. We'll add it in post. How, fed flags. Yeah, there'll be like a soundbite about, um, I don't know what the soundbite would be, but just watch out for Nazis on Twitter that, that are saying too. free Palestine. Yeah. Um, Cause like, yeah, free Palestine, but don't trust why the Nazis want to do that. Yeah. And the, it's pretty obvious too. Cause it's like, they'll have some tweets that are like mild and that are like, no, I, I do agree with that take. They want you to be confused and to, they're trying to bait you in. Or they make sure that they're like very, very, very factual about, you know, something that's going on in Palestine or like how many people have died or whatever. And, and then, it's all just because they like they're Nazis and whoa. You know, I, I I don't want to. I'm not gonna. They don't. Yeah. They don't particularly. And like, they're trying to like co-opt you know, because that's always people. their exactly. thing. Is they want to take. You know, there's a a genuine left movement, a grassroots mm-hmm. actual left movement, and their plan is to always divide. It's divide mm-hmm. and conquer. So they go. They go and, oh, we're also free Palestine. We're free Palestine, too. So then you start listening to Jackson Hinkle. And that whole time, for these three months that he's talking about free Palestine, he's not dropping any Nazi hot takes, you know? But then after that, when he's like, put his charm on you and that kind of stuff, you know, then he starts dropping the the quick little Nazi jabs or whatever. He's like, are we sure about the actual number? (laughs) Yeah, That's what he's going to start talking about in, like, March now on Twitter and then... Then you're, yeah. And then, you know, maybe let's say he gained a million followers from this. I don't know. Hypothetically, 900,000 people are like, wait, this guy's a Nazi? I'll unfollow. 
But what about those? I don't know if it would be a hundred thousand that would stay. But what about the people it's that stay around? And it's he, a lot. He, you know, he's a lot of people. He's gonna have a drop in followers at some point when he starts saying bullshit again. But it, it's, he's gonna gain, it and it's a net positive from when he started. And that's mm-hmm. fucking stupid. And when I say Nazi, I literally mean Nazi. I don't like to use that word lightly. I say it a lot because I'm talking about Nazis a lot. But well, like yeah. Elon Musk's a fucking Nazi, dude. He's I mean, like, no, that's yeah. the that's thing. He's actually spewing. Nazi, Nazi views rhetoric right now. and yeah, exactly. Stuff. That's what they're all doing. Dude, these so. guys idolize them. They idolize the Germans. They literally do, and it's finally showing through because they think that they are starting to feel safe. They're starting to feel like they can, like, mm-hmm. finally start opening up about the Nazi shit. You know, like yeah. they're getting very close. Remember, like this whole transformation from Elon being the 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 battery powered car guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a just a normal centrist no, guy. I just don't then, like taxes. I'm moving to Texas. I'm libertarian. Yeah. I and then kids. he I'm starts totally turns on the <laughs> left. It's like, who was buying your cars, bro? Who's buying who's buying those cars? No one is. Right? Dude, I don't yeah. No, yeah, so there, it's like this was always guys the plan. Bought Teslas. This was always the plan. And that's you no, know, it feels well, very like software guys. fucked up. Yeah, or like software guys. guys who live in Austin. Yeah, they're buying Teslas, man. Yeah. I didn't realize you that the give tech them 120K, guys k Yeah, you give them 120k a year. They're getting anything. a two-bedroom yeah. apartment that's like three grand, and then they're gonna buy a, the maxed-out Tesla, and they're not gonna have any money to save, which yeah. is fine. But go off, spend your money because money's gonna. This is the last year that money has any value. So yeah, money. If you happen to have any left over, you Let's should spend it. Go. Yeah. Let's go. That is financial advice. We're going to Let's a apartment system. So last get rid year. of that shit. Yeah. Open up a million credit cards. Open yep. up as Fuck many it. credit cards as you can. Yep. Okay, so yeah. So anyway, so back to Cuba. Um, <laughs> the mafia and America basically owned Cuba. They they had all of their tourism, all the stuff, and they install, you know, dictators. So this guy, uh, Batista, if you've ever heard of him. But here's a Not quick video, a uh, quick clip of the movie Bugsy, uh, which is uh, there's a meeting in 1947 <laughs> where all of the, you know, it's like the when in the wire, when like Stringer Bell starts going legit, you know, and they're like having their like meetings and stuff. They they're like basically owning or running Cuba and they're right about to open up the first hotel in Las Vegas, the Pink Flamingo. So they have like their yearly conference. It's like a legit business conference in Havana where they're just talking about organized crime and shit. But I just think it's a funny, like, you know, a funny little piece of history that these mob dudes are. Oh, I clicked the wrong one. Yeah. Never, never knew. When did they bust all that up? When did they like take down the mob? or whatever like the main the say it again Dante when did they take the, like when were like the big takedowns of the I mafia I could just be a normie but like I feel like that was like Al Capone right yeah those were like cause that was like what the third 20s okay when, so it was like that was like around the great depression okay but it was like right? okay so it was like before this okay that's I think yeah it was a little bit before and cause that's how the mob kind of came up is when after they did the um abolition or is that when they got rid of alcohol prohibition, prohibition. sorry abolition abolition uh, of the abolition, <laughs> abolition of alcohol. dude yeah, inshallah <laughs> honestly <laughs> free yourself um, from alcohol but yeah that's kind of like what helped the mob and stuff blow up is because of the uh prohibition of alcohol because then they started supplying alcohol you know yeah. and then uh, that led to the heroin and the cocaine yeah. and all that stuff 
But yeah, so yeah, this is like we don't after think the alcohol, before the, the cocaine. Not at all. No, the cartels don't exist because of these people. No, no, not at all. No, the cartels have... trafficking. And their power has control. nothing to do with things that we deem illegal here either. Nope. Anyway, continue, Corey. Keep keep going. Pick to go open a new joint to the public. Total cost of the hotel is now $6 million, which is $5 million more than the figure I gave the original locate to get the last few million he needed to finish construction. And he's had to sell 400% of the hotel. A lot of people who think they got major shares in this joint are famous individuals like movie stars and wealthy businessmen with political connections who ain't just going to roll over and get stiffed when their time comes to collect. Not that there'll be a time to collect, because chances are this whole thing is going to be a total fucking fiasco. Now, all of this is nothing compared to the most serious matter at hand. Just the question of stealing. Okay, that, that's all I really want to show for mm-hmm. that. I just, it's just like a fun, you know, it's like these mob guys that are like sitting around yeah. having like a business conference because they, they, they're all yeah. kind of going legit and stuff, you know? The, the money is getting so big that they literally start donning suits and stuff and like, then they become like corporation owners. Um, yeah. Because at a certain point, it. it's just like you make money. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. Room, yeah. Yeah. What, what's the rumor? Oh, <laughs> yeah, just hang rumor it. has it is that the uh, like if you were to look at the the supply chain for the cartels. Now I could just be this could be completely coming out of my ass. Well, you said rumor. But I've heard it's this okay. before. Is that there's supply? I mean, like if you just think about Allegedly. it, I don't know. Even if I have heard this somewhere, and maybe this is an original thought, I highly doubt it. But that like the supply chain for drugs with the cartel and like just the way that they like kind of run Mexico, um, and like how much shit they move around, like. As complicated as any American company, like they do, that's scale, dude. Like they have, yeah. they they put some thought behind how they're gonna move fentanyl mm-hmm. through Mexico. That's what the and Republicans would want me to say is that there's fentanyl pouring across the border. That's true. They would love to hear that. So, you know, if that keeps me happy, I'll say it. Fentanyl. <laughs> sure, guys. Not, no fentanyl. Yeah, not listen to our there, podcast. But. We talk. Oh yeah, that's what we talk about all the time. Sorry, <laughs> really had to get that out. Felt. Well, oh, thank you for it. Like thank a, thank oh, you. Ah, I had to do it. You want to know something crazy? You ever yes. heard of the World Trade Organization? You know, like the thing oh, that like runs. The World Trade Center. I thought he was too. <laughs> well, that. I have. Yeah, that, aren't those like some semi-related or whatever? I think didn't the World Trade Organization operate out of the World Trade Center? Am I just making I think, that up? I so think when they maybe it did, but Trade you know Center where it started? You know where the first meeting was? Havana. I was going to say, was it Cuba? Yeah. Hey, and have like you ever of heard things... of the movie Godfather 2? Go ahead, Dante. I was going to say, is this like one of those things? Like, because I hear about these conspiracy theories a lot. There's conspiracy theories where they say all these all these people get together on some secret island. This feels like, this feels, you know, I don't want to, I don't even know the details of that one because it's such a conspiracy theory, but this feels like less of a conspiracy theory. This feels like kind of more like just historical fact, right? Yeah, it feels like, based on his historical information and stuff, a little bit, but we're just going to watch a a, a fictionalized version of it, though. We're going to watch The Godfather 2, right? We're going to watch a fictionalized version of the first, (laughs) first meeting of the World Trade Organization with... A whole bunch of uh, representatives from different companies that were running Cuba. Ready? (laughs) 
fun. Dude, it's always yeah. got this like really warm orange color, you know? Dude, that's such a that's so funny. That yeah. is classic, Anything bro. South of Florida, south of the border, you gotta have an orange color filter. Otherwise, how do you know where it is? I want to thank this distinguished group of American industrialists for continuing to work with Cuba. Listen to the company. The greatest period of prosperity. In her entire history, in toda nuestra historia, Mr. William Shaw, Señor William Shaw, representing the General Food Company, representando the General Food Company, Messrs. Congol and Dan, Señores Congol and Dan, United Telephone and Telegraph Company, the United Telephone and Telegraph Company, Mr. Petty, Señor Petty, Regional Vice President of the Pan American Mining Corporation, Regional de la Pan American Mining Corporation, Mr. Robert Allen of South American Sugar, Señor Robert Allen de la South American Sugar. Mr. Michael Corleone of Nevada, Señor Michael Corleone de Nevada, representing our associates in tourism and leisure. Tourism and leisure. Mm. And my old friend and associate from Florida, oh, not Florida. <laughs> I would like to take this. Yeah, so this is again a fictionalized version of possibly what happened in real life, but most likely did. But it's probably at least close enough. Yeah, and you know, this is 10 years after that other meeting when the mafia guys start going like legit, you know, that was called the Havana Conference. And then this is 10 years later and they're sitting at the table with the United Fruit Company, the United Telegraph Company. Like these are the biggest companies in the world at that, you know, mm -hmm. or in, at least in the, our hemisphere, right? This would be like, it'd be crazy if like, imagine, dude, imagine if there was like a meeting with like, all the biggest company CEOs now. So like Mark, this is, this is imaginary, but imagine mm -hmm. if like Mark Zuckerberg and mm -hmm. then Jeff, and then Mr. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, Elon Musk and like all those, Peter all those tech Thiel. nerds who like, yeah, mm -hmm. Peter and Elon. Imagine if all, and Warren Buffett maybe, and like all those, like, and all those people went to like this, this exclusive event that no one could go to for uh, two days, every summer, every other summer, every four summers. I don't know. Uh, imagine I forget what that's called, but there's a thing that they do that sounds a lot like this. So um, yeah, pretty, like they're but like imagine where if they we just actually go and divvy up life. everyone's resources and they say yeah, hey, imagine if hey, we did that well, in real life, this. just like this they do they did in this movie. Yeah. Oh, imagine that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. They, I don't know if what they I don't think they're doing crime at the meeting, but if they were, that would be <laughs> worth making a movie about. Probably. <laughs> well, this is just a fictional movie. Yeah, this is fiction, and like yeah. they do have a real meeting. I don't know what they're talking about at the meeting, but it's definitely not crime because they're they're billionaires and they're ethical. <laughs> but, but no, so. literally, they don't think about it as crime. It, I they don't. They I don't. literally they just think, think of it as business. Point, yeah, they just get so like. It, they look at numbers. Yeah, they're blinded by the money, and they're like, "These are business decisions." I and mean, that's like, what no. we're looking at with the trafficking shit. That seems mm -hmm. like it's everywhere. It's like I, Diddy and fucking. You know, all these people <laughs> and Roger and Epstein, they're all like semi-connected, you know, like they're all the same top players who are needing these like weird services that are trafficking and kids. To run them errands. Yeah. yeah, dude. The I mean, I just found out I just realized the stuff with Will and Jada today that it's like, oh, they are it's they're kind of There's some doing weird similar there stuff. <sighs> Like everyone is a demon. Everyone Isn't he right? it's Doesn't can, he like love to? They have an open relationship. He doesn't like. To no, dude. I don't think. I think it's no, that no, they're it's, all it's, actually gay, and they all have 
like beards and they all like traffic people or slash groom them, you know, like I think this is just what I heard from Jaguar, right? I don't know. I'm just repeating stuff that I've heard from other people. It's so weird. Well, I Dude, feel like yeah. Jaden Smith and is his the one friend that just said like, something. Yeah, his friend, the guy from Empire. He was the youngest kid on Empire. That's who it was. For a few years, you know, like, Will's always, like, uh, bringing these, you know, uh, what do they call it? Mentoring. They're mentoring. Mm. But it always ends with, like, at the end, one one night, the bo- the guys that are staying with them, men- getting mentored, are screaming, running out of the house in the middle of the night. It's, like, happened, like, 20 times. <laughs> Allegedly is what I've heard. Not uh, not twenty, a couple. I just but like think the like guy from Empire. Shit, yeah, yeah. When you hear like I don't I don't know where I've said this before. Maybe it was on Baking Baked, which if you want to hear more of us, we're on that podcast called Baking Baked. We have fun over there. But I think I <laughs> said something like like um if you like yeah, a coincidence a thing can be a coincidence and I well if it's one off. I'll usually chalk something up to a coincidence. If it's two, it's it could still be two coincident coincidai, whatever the plural <laughs> would be. But like if you keep hearing like, oh, I've heard this rumor about this, and if you keep hearing and like all but confirming things, right? It's not just like hearsay. You're like, mm-hmm. ah, I just don't have a picture of him doing it. But yeah. I have all the other information, so I'm pretty sure. If you hear something like that, all these people being connected together, I don't know. that It all feels like there's if that many coincidences. It's impossible. Impossible for it to be a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. You can't and, have and that And there's documented cases from like the, do you ever hear about the Franklin scandal? That was like in the 60s and stuff. That's It was the Jeffrey Epstein of the 60s. And it was all run out of Nebraska. It was run out of Omaha. It was run out of, by a, a dude who ran a bank there and like a bunch of Congress people. Like... And dude, I'm they would fly these right kids now. all over the country. It's oh, like yeah. not. It's not like a. Yeah. What? Hey, let's let's do our our, uh, our weekly reminder. Yeah. So I'm in good mental health, mental spirit. <laughs> oh, we'll just do a check in with everyone. Let's just a weekly yeah, check in. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been you? near any balconies. I still don't own a firearm, and um, I would never off myself. I'm in great mental spirits right now. Um, how about you, Dante? I'm also in great mental spirits. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, everybody has like good and, you know, better and less good days, but overall my baseline is really good. Yeah. Um, and overall I have a lot to be really optimistic about. Yeah. Um, I think my life is headed in a good direction. So yeah, I would, well, for one, I would never, I would do never leave without myself. saying a mm-hmm. lot to everyone mm-hmm. so yep. yeah i would we live were, stream it i would let we you guys were watch to ever do like a, yeah yes yeah, so if we were to ever do a psyop right where we just dis- we us three go off grid and don't tell anybody we would never do that <laughs> we would have some yeah, we, we would, would have a we few people not, yeah. who like sign contracts that they're not going to say anything but they know what we're doing yeah. and that yep. if if we ever go missing without you know having some of our someone know Yep. Why? Wrong. I would wrong. never scare you guys. I'm not a prank no. boy. I don't do I'm prank. not a prankster. No, I'm not I'm a prankster not trying to prank boy. Anyone. Yeah. How about you, Corey? How have you been feeling the last week? You, dude, no truly, balconies, honestly, no, yeah. Nope. And I hate heights. I'm yeah. not gonna. I even if I ever did, which I wouldn't. I'm too scared. I would never do it with like one of the rope ways, yeah, jumping no. ways, no. knife ways. Never. never. I couldn't do no. any of those. Never. I'm too cowardly. Word, no way. No. That's and scary. Dude, that's none selfish. of us would Someone ever. To, like, that's not selfish. And maybe it is. I don't know. That's Different controversial. 
But also, dude, like Messy. I am honestly like feeling the most optimistic I've ever felt. Either yeah. this year's either going to be the greatest year or the worst year. May, at the, the end of this year, year, I might, but yeah. it depends on how that goes, you know. But right yeah. now, I'm optimistic as fuck. I think that people are finally getting what's going on. People are listening. People are like actively working together. Like, and you that's know, exactly. No, might. no, that's they're exactly. They're talking it up. They're, they're writing down. Your your agent or whatever is writing down. He's like, oh, end of 2024. End of 2024. We could do it then, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Anyway, do like, you want to tell us more about Cuba again? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Okay, so so yeah, so basically. My the point of all that is just that you hear all these names and all these companies and stuff who are divvying up Cuba's resources, Cuba's land, Cuba's, you know, all the stuff that could make them money and have an economy. All these American and pan-American and like conglomerate, you know, companies come in and they take they just divvy it up. They literally split up the pie and there's no, there's no fucking Cuban telegram and telephone company there there's no fucking cuban fruit company there you know and and guys this is why all this stuff i feel like is always connected like when i'm not talking about palestine i'm talking about palestine because all of this shit is connected you know like so but yeah anyway the so all these people own cuba except for fucking cuba which is bullshit um so then which if you just replace the word yeah like you said like if you just replace the word cuba for like insert i don't know how many places so many places mm-hmm. um insert dude Palestine. yeah like oh, there's no <laughs> congo um or, what's the mineral cobalt company yeah you know it's like there's the american cobalt company or whoever's doing it what do you what's that say what's this the list? A list of all the fucking coups that <laughs> wikipedia lists like that's you know, wikipedia bro. italy syria <laughs> albany or albania albania uh, Albany, New York, again, classic Iraq, two thousand assassination attempts on Fidel Castro, Cambodia, Congo, Cuba, Dom- uh, Dominican Republic, South Vietnamese coup. Like, dude, this is this is what what they're gonna try and do Astro here is, is what they bro. do to everyone, and it normally yeah, works. Yeah, no, the people that do all of this are also the ones that get to designate who's a terrorist, apparently. But mm-hmm. exactly. I don't. Th- but none of that is, uh, qualifies, apparently. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. want social democracy. I love Bernie Sanders. He's uh, vote blue no matter furthest, who, he's, guys. He's we the love furthest the left. He's the furthest left you can go in any. That's that terrorism. Happens. Being on the left, <laughs> doing a false flag like coup in a foreign country is not terrorism. But no, that's being democracy. on the left and wanting health care, terrorism. Terrorist. Terrorism. It's not my fault. But. So anyway, fighting back then, against an oppressive regime, terrorism, always terrorism, terrorism. <laughs> then I that's have us a good getting on the CIA's good side. Sorry. Continue, Corey. Sorry. I, um, so then Fidel Castro and Che Guevara came in and I think this, this video right here is just a good little overview of how basically once the Cuban revolution happened, um, the mafia fled and that's why Vegas became so popular after is because they moved their base from Havana to Las Vegas. And now that's why everyone's obsessed with Las Vegas. Mm. Oh, okay. So Here, this is going to tie into sports Detroit Lions. Yeah. Okay. Point. So I, 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 I'm happy I'm wearing this hat. So we're going to get off a little tangent here, but we're talking Vegas, baby. So I've been very disillusioned this year. 
I am a lifelong Detroit Lions fan. I love the NFL my whole life. Started when they yeah. went 0 and 16. They didn't win a single fucking game. Laughing stock of all sports forever. And I said, this is my mm-hmm. team. And I stuck with them till now. So <laughs> what I'm saying here is I don't know if anybody, if, you, if anybody is by the off chance that anybody who listens to Hello Alphabet Agencies also watches football. I feel like there's not a huge overlap there. But basically what happened is there's the, a conspiracy. The, this so that's isn't easy. Yeah. Interest. So there is a conspiracy and the over like like the mainstream outlets like ESPN agree with what I'm saying here. Like this is a this isn't even really a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Like basically what happened is that the, the so the Detroit Lions that are worth three point one billion dollars were playing the Dallas Cowboys who are worth eight billion dollars. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's how it works. And the way the NFL works is that it, I, I believe it's not individual clubs. So like the Lions don't have profits, the Cowboys don't have profits. I believe yeah. at least to a certain extent they like profit share. Between the owners, it's kind of like a co-op, you know, for the rich, yeah. people. for the rich people. Yeah. So th- all these rich guys own this thing, and they don't. Why the fuck? Most of them, some of them care about football. Most of them don't care about football. They're billionaires. They just want to make some money. So yeah. hypothetically, the owner of a team could be okay with their team losing if it meant that they were going to make more money, which Dude, feels like I, a stupid reason to play sports. Dude, I, I could love even see it just being individual refs being like, like no. Bro, so this is what I'm saying. Be- no, this. Hear me out. Hear me yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. I thought the that Detroit. Was like, I was just getting into a little a little background about well, gotcha, how capital gotcha, gotcha. definitely influences sports in America for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah. so the Lions, right, were playing the Cowboys, and they 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 were down by seven points with a minute and some change and no timeouts. It's very unlikely that they win. So they drive down the field. They amazing drives. There's bam, 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 bam. They score a touchdown with like 15 seconds left, 20 seconds left in the game. It's like, oh shit, they're going to win the game. Hell yeah. And this game was important for the Lions. If they won the game, they would have been the number two seed and they would get an extra home playoff game, which there's an advantage there. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is when they went, they went for two points to win the game because they needed, they needed two points to go up. So, right, they, 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 they go for two, then they get it. They run like this crazy awesome trick play where they, they throw the ball to the fucking lineman. And the lineman catches the game-winning two-point conversion. It was awesome. I'm celebrating for 15 seconds. I'm like, well, holy shit, we just won the game. That's awesome. Out of nowhere, the ref comes over and said uh, they throw a flag and they say illegal, whatever. And they say that, nope, Lions don't win. Game over. Nope, he didn't. He didn't they do the thing that he was it. supposed to do. No, Dude. and then later on, video evidence came out saying exactly the opposite of what the referee claimed during the game. So, like, it is just like even if you don't like football, it's what what probably is happening, in my opinion, is that this. And this is not the first time that this referee has really fucked up bad like this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done this a few times. So I think what seems like might be happening is that every other fucking ad on an NFL game is oh, go to DraftKings Draft and Kings. suck suck on Pat Mahomes' ass and throw all of your spare change at him while you never make any money because this shit is designed to scam you. And so the NFL is pushing those ads every fucking game all the fucking time when it used to just be like Gatorade and shit. And now, right now, there's no way that these refs aren't, like if I guarantee if we looked into this shit, the head of uh, officials, whatever, his wife would be the CEO of DraftKings. All of them. 
I don't know. I know they are. I know they are, dude. Well, the I NFL's worked at the fucking arenas for dude. Wisconsin. I worked at the Kohl Center and I worked at fucking Camp Randall. I know these fucking coaches, bro. All of these guys are the fucking same. And I know that every single one down to the fucking every single assistant and probably the fucking the the uh, athletic trainers, all of them are sports betting. All of them. I guarantee it. Like it's so accessible. It's NFL players are allowed to um, they're allowed to bet on non NFL games, which is that's weird. insane. So, but listen to this. So they're not allowed to do it when they're at the facility, and I know that because the, the Lions had a player that got <laughs> suspended the after the, the team. They had like a thing that was like, "Yo, you're allowed to bet, just not you can't bet on the NFL. You can bet on whatever else you want. You can't bet on the NFL." And he's like, "All right, cool." That's so he bet on they're college football, friends. but like, he was at the stadium. That. He graduated. Dude. He graduated college like I don't know a year ago. So all his friends still play at fucking Alabama. Of course, he's gonna have some insider info on Alabama football. And so, but whatever. That's not the rule he broke. The reason he got suspended was because he did it at the stadium. So they had this. That's just a dumb rule. Like just don't <laughs> let the players fucking bet. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, the the like, my point with that is that the NFL is absolutely. It's like all. It feels almost as fake as the WWE at this point. But dude, it's I. Th- it's like everything you know because. Capitalism, it just always has to have that 10% bump than the last year. But at a certain point, it's like Earth is not made out of finite or infinite resources. Like we are a finite resource, you know, like so you can't exponentially inflate forever. Like at a certain point, you're going to reach like the fucking peak and like we're at the zenith right now. Like you can only have so many fucking middlemen, you know, like I feel like this is all the same problem in every industry and in every fucking thing. It's like the money is the problem. The money is the fucking problem. Yeah. Well, and, and, and yeah, we like talk now gambling's Cuba, totally fine. Like 10 yeah, years ago, fucking, it wasn't fine. It's now it's everyone no, I, on everything. Yeah, no, you should be able to, like, I think gambling should be legal. Like, I don't have a problem with people gambling, but, like, I feel like sports betting should be, like, oh, I'm in the casino physically. I'm going to I'm gonna bet on whatever I'm going to bet on because I'm at him. I'm in Vegas. Fuck it. Put a thousand bucks on him. I, like, yeah. that's what people do. Let them do it. But it it's crazy like, that, like, I can just, like, rent. get on a VPN and go on DraftKings and lose all my money. Mm-hmm. And they just don't even check. Like, there's, it's just like an ID. Like, I just need a driver's license. It's like crypto too. I mean, everything. It's just everything. It's all just completely unregulated. Go out, figure out how to get your bag. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just go do it, baby. Go, go, figure it out. Make NFTs. Fucking. We'll give you a hundred dollars. Just sign up. You'll flip it. I swear. Yeah. Well, this people this doing like, like the scams sweatshirt and the merch shit with like Mr. Beast and the the Misfits yeah. people. Like everyone is a scammer. It's dude, all just scams. Right. America's the great American fucking grift, dude. Ugh. It gets yeah. me so fucking pissed. And I think I, I have a good wanna, metaphor. We're though. not asking for like, much. We just want to fucking hang out and have a house. Like, right. What the fuck, yeah. man. You guys. Oh my God. You guys need to have islands. Come on, dude. Like, it's I just want to be able to hang out with my homies and like not be st- stressed every second and like yeah. worrying about how I'm going to pay for food. That'd be cool. What's your metaphor? You said you had a good metaphor. Uh, yeah. So like we're kind of falling behind, it seems like as a whole, like the U.S. And I was thinking about uh, the, as a nation. the sport of basketball specifically. Like the Americans are kind of not. If you look at the best players in the world, it's all European players. 
And I, mm-hmm. I legitimately think that is directly um, related to like American capitalism, because yeah. do you know like the the, the schedule for pe- like if you're gonna go to the NBA and you're like if you're like four, fourteen years old and you like show that you have the talent to do it, do you know what you have to do to make it to the NBA? You have to play basketball for like eleven months a year. Mm-hmm. You never get a break, and so these yeah. kids are like getting they're amazing at like nineteen years old, and then they're like their bodies deteriorate when they're twenty three. And they can't play for that long. So all the best players are is like like Jokic plays on the and Nuggets. Again, He's that it's big like Serbian guy who just doesn't even like basketball. And he just shows, the, he literally treats it like a nine to five. He's like, no, I just want to go back to Serbia and ride my horses and yeah, shit. no, like, I, I love that dude. This. He's so and he's, he's like got, he's he understands unprecedented uh, how good he is. Yeah. I Crazy. love that. Anyway, and he's like, did, did, you, did you watch film or did you train? No. No, he shows <laughs> up. Doesn't tra- he just shows up and he's like, I'll get in shape. Like the playoffs are a long way away. I'll be good by then. That's all that matters. That's vibes. That's how everyone should treat their jobs. Truly. And he's cool. Yeah, no, yeah. it's that European basketball is cool. And I think that's because they don't like, they don't like put their whole life into it. Like they do, they like play soccer and stuff. So they're more like, they just, it's, they're more well-rounded. And I think that's just like a good example of how yeah. like if in America, in America, if you want to be good at something, you can really only, you have to choose like one thing and just like, you have to go all in on one thing because everyone, everything's so fucking competitive and there's so much money in everything. And mm-hmm. I just think that at a certain point, you'd like lose the ability to do anything else. And then look at, look at what it does too. like Naomi Osaka. Like she kind of missed out on some of her best years. Didn't she like take like two years off, you know, because of the stress and stuff or or was that? I'm remembering something. It's like, you know, very taxing and stuff. Yeah. The, the capitalism and the, the competitiveness, all this shit, the overworking, the work culture here, like, this is the literally way all passions what's killing just us. get it's beat out of people in this country. Yeah. Cuba. I was arguing with someone Any, on yeah, TikTok today. You got us on like a 20 minute tangent. Yeah, no, it was worth it. Okay. There were lots of good No, no, I mean, all this it's stuff is important because this Vegas. is, it's, it's all a very together. fucking, yeah, it's all like, I feel like there's a very good parallel between what's going on, you know? I mean, this is, this, this is like the, we need to lead to the freedom of all people, you know? Exactly. But this is like kind of what's going on now in a, you know, a little bit of a similar way, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I, I mean, I do, I think all of it's fucking connected. It, it is. Uh, it is all in its own way. So this is our boy Fidel. Uh, definitely not Justin Trudeau's father. Say it again. Definitely not Justin Trudeau's father, correct? Absolutely not. Look at this man. Tell me that is not Justin Tell me that's not him, dude. That's him. Tell me that's not his dad. Bro, it is literally not. It's not even his dad. It's him. Look at him. That is Justin fucking Trudeau. (laughs) In brown face. (laughs) Dude. So, dude. Okay, this is a joke. This is a joke, guys. This is a joke. So, if... If... Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's dad. Was no. I shouldn't ask. I, I shouldn't make this joke. Never mind. It's not if if true, <laughs> then no. Is it blackface if he is Cuban? Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, because he did brownface. He didn't do blackface, right? No, dude. Yes, but is it is it even considered brownface then? But it was he's it in, Cuban. Was it in? 
Kinnick, well, because it was, it was, it was, he was portraying an Indian. This is person, a goof. Right? This is a dumb goof. I'm sorry. This I is all. Hey, I I'm gonna reel the out. boys in right you might now. Cut that out, but you, <laughs> might you can not. keep We're, it in because I'm gonna add this caveat that these boys are they're goofing too hard. And don't worry, guys, I will get them under control. Yes. No, I legitimately keep think us on it's fine the, to the ask rails. the question. If, if I was just Justin asking Trudeau a question. You're right. Is Cube is Fidel is Cuban right? Is of Cuban descent that. Then it, it becomes a question of then, okay, well, then Justin Trudeau is Cuban. Then the question is not, did Justin Trudeau do brownface? It is, did Justin Trudeau, um, <laughs> was it, can a Cuban guy um, imitate, was it an Indian guy? Was that what he was doing? I think was, so. I, yeah, okay, like, I feel like it, it definitely Eastern, is different. I don't right? remember it's what different. it was. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different, so I would say probably not. I still think it's wrong, but it's definitely not. Oh, it's absolutely yes, wrong. This is going to be my last episode. <laughs> it's wrong, but it's, I've had it's a really great funny. time here. It's wrong, but it's so funny, right? <laughs> okay, it's, so anyway, Fidel Castro. So guess what, That was guys? all a joke. It's not okay. Total no. joke. I disavow everything I've said up until this point. They think they're so funny, guys. Yeah, oh, guys. Men. We're just trying to be edgelords, like Austin. I'm trying to dude, be just I listened like to his first episode of his podcast. It's sad. It's like so it's cringe, dude. It's so them awesome. trying to like pull out like out like, you know, awful each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever did you ever scroll there's like two hundred of them. Did you ever scroll through and read the titles? That's a Is fun he in every single one or he's no, just on no. a couple? No, he I think I, no, think I didn't what scroll through is like so for reference, this is a podcast um, about Austin. Well, okay, so it's theorized, heavily theorized that Austin Russell um, is a guest on a, I'll just call it a Nazi podcast called it The Third is, Rail. Um, it sounds exactly like him. And there's other there's other things pointing us to the fact that Austin Russell is talking on this podcast. But what it feels like is like when there's like family gatherings or whatever, um, Austin hops in because it's probably like you know him and Peter are like at <laughs> family Thanksgiving and, Roger, and they're like, bro. "Yo, do you want to go talk about uh, the the plan for Atlanta?" They're like, "Yeah, dude, I've been yeah, waiting dude. to cook on this." <laughs> uh, like in the person yeah, that wait, wait, can I also interject? Because yeah. Dante said the name of the podcast earlier when we first started it's talking bad. about. It. I would not recommend. Yeah, don't go listen to it if up. you don't it have a thick stomach. It's bad. Thick stomach. Is that a thing? Yeah, I say it. <laughs> Milky stomach. If you don't yeah, have a thick it's like stomach, some of the most disgusting. No, shit like I've it ever made heard. me nauseous. Truly, like I, I've only been able to listen to clips, but it was. I'm gonna uh, finish listening to it because I gotta. Yeah, I no, you gotta research. put yourself through it. We got. It's giving me so much ammo go. too. We'll, we'll give it, you what it you need. We'll, we'll play some clips too. I understand. Don't worry. He's like There's, very insecure and very, you know, like you can tell from these guys, everything's always a self-report with them. It's always dog. like whatever they say you are is what they're doing. And everything that they say they are is the opposite. So, you know, they always try to put that tough guy like, ooh, Yo. you know, I'm going to say some racial slur or whatever. But really, I'm just a scared little boy that's kind of scared well, of everything. Well, they're doing it on the Internet without their Behind face Behind an alias. So, exactly. Yeah. That's anything what's I say so on the Internet, I would say... I, I don't have bur I don't use any burners without my face on it. I have second no. accounts. Yeah. I say everything that I comment, you can trace back to me, even my Reddit profile. Like I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> no, I fuck have like all my socials linked to my Reddit. I'm like, no, anonymous. you can come and find me. No, you can read my other work. This is who I am. Well, everybody thinks they're anonymous and like tech company. You're not anonymous, dude. They so they can target it. fuck it. Own it. Put your yeah. name on it. Yes. That, tell, that, I, I mean, love that's... when they add Pete's coffee to me. I don't know if we're supposed what? to be boycotting them. Like what are you Amazon, talking about? The tech companies. 
who are tracking me, and it's not I'm not anonymous. Where would Pete's coffee come they from? Had, they, it's perfectly targeted to me. <laughs> they advertise me Pete's coffee, and I buy it. It's good. I'm coffee. so confused Dante, you how you got no there. Ads. I know. Okay, I'm so really confused anyway, how Fidel we got Castro was a lawyer and Che Guevara was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll give you the Cuban, the Cuban Revolution in like two seconds. Okay. The, um, so you know all those the mafia and everyone owned the country and finally people got fed up. You know, so in like 1953 is when Fidel and uh, Fidel started this revolution, and it was basically like it wasn't that many people, dude. I think the first like group was like less than 200 people, and and they tried to. Um, I think they, How many? they like less than a hundred. It was like 160 oh. dude. And then the second time when they actually did the revolution, they came over with just 80 people. It's crazy. And, and I think people? they, well, yeah. Anymore. So here, let's, so, so they wanted to get all those motherfuckers out of here because everyone was starving, didn't have a house. Right. So Fidel, Fidel does a, tries to, um, attack an armory to get all the weapons from that in like 1953, I think. And that's with 160 people. And their plan is to go attack the armory, get all the weapons, and then give all the weapons to the peasants and kind of just, you know, naturally get everyone to uh, do an armed rebellion. Like everyone was fed up at this point, you know? So it was a question of like, how do we do this? And Fidel felt that from watching like what happened a couple of years earlier in Guatemala, where they they did a coup and they installed one of their dictators who is now like, do you know, was doing like death squads and all this hor horrible shit. And then they did it in Iran. And, you know, Fidel realized that like there's no there's no like talking with these people. It's it's either we we fight them or we they take over, you know, so. Whether he's right or wrong, I don't know, but I uh, totally can see how he can get to that yeah. idea, you know, like, because you're looking at all these other countries, Iran and, you know, like the Congo and all these places are falling around them, you know, and yeah, it's just the fucking stupid CIA. Control. Exactly. So we understand why Fidel Castro did it. Right. We under we can we can we can understand how somebody could get to that point back in Cuba back then. Kind of mm -hmm. sounds like other places right now, but we don't need to elaborate on yeah, that. It's an but. interesting parallel. No, I think people, yeah, people can definitely infer some. Yeah, some I just good. wanted to really explicitly point it out. Yeah, but so this first, the first coup or the first like uh, overthrow that they try to do, they attack this barracks called the Moncada barracks, and it fails. Uh, I think four people like immediately get killed from the return fire from the uh, Batista troops and they started to retreat. And I think that they all got caught and stuff. So what ended up happening was like the Batista guys executed like 40 of the 160 of them or whatever, and then put like 25 of them in prison together. And then in that, in the like two years that they're in jail, Fidel and uh, the like 25 people, they form this group called the movement and they basically just teach each other marks and shit. And they just go to like revolutionary school in prison together, which that's is awesome. Sick. <laughs> well, that's like kind of what happened with like Lenin a little bit, I think, in my very, very high Tell level me. knowledge of Vladimir Lenin. Well, like I think he tried like he like tr he I, I could be wrong, dude. I don't I don't know all this shit that much. But from That's what I okay. understand, he could I, I think he tried like a little mini rebellion type thing or like he was like he was like distributing propaganda, 
right? Like he was, he was, he was, he was a content creator. Yeah. He was making content. <laughs> he and really then was, Suddenly, dude. <laughs> the, the whatever people who were in charge decided that his content was a crime, right? So um, then they they sent him in exile, nope. and then they let his girlfriend go hang out with him too. So there's wife or whatever. So it's like, well, then they just got to be in stealth mode for a few years, <laughs> and then they literally. wrote their little manifesto or whatever they did, and then they came back and they fucking took over Russia. Dude, literally, get get this. The the reason that they so luckily they weren't he wasn't one of the like 20 that or 30 or 40 or whatever that was executed it was just like mm. randomly some of them were executed and the others weren't and and then did, were, after, they were they let go so after like two years the batista literally let him go and was and like shrugged it off like what's he gonna do i have the backing of the u.s <laughs> Oh, doesn't that sound also Literally so was fucking like, familiar, bro? Dude, truly, like they get so arrogant. <sighs> mm-hmm. And dude, the uh, there's just so many parallels, but like the arrogant arrogancy, arrogancy is what is the downfall usually. And I don't know if you are noticing it, but I'm noticing a lot of arrogant motherfuckers around right now. Yeah, me too. A lot of arrogant motherfuckers that have really gotten super bold <coughs> Roger. With doing literal crimes out in the open. And Same if they're not Nazi crimes, shit. yeah. <coughs> if it's not inherently a crime, they're very comfortable doing things that are very close to crimes and may as well be. And they're just bold with it. They'll do it loud and be like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So no, honestly though, what the f- it, from their perspective, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Truly, you know? what has anybody ever done about it? It's mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, a lot of people in the U.S. too. It's a, I got the backing of the U.S. government. There's a lot of people here too. That's like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. It's like, really? bro. It's like all you know. All the bu- I'm thinking like business leaders, CEOs, yeah, defense yeah. contractor type people. Where it's like, no, they they're right. They're covered. Yeah. They're fine. They're not doing anything illegal, even though they're manufacturing things Peter that I like think are crimes. Five hundred million dollar check. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come after me. They love me. Yeah. They just yeah. gave me all this money. Wild. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, they've just like uh, you know they've gotten to the point where it's all just I don't know. It's it's too big. It's too they're arrogant. Big. They're so arrogant. Um, but yeah, so the first the first rebellion fails, and then they go to jail, and then they literally let him go, and they say, "We got the we got America. I don't give a shit what you're gonna do." Um, and then they, I think they, I think they exiled. Yeah, they exiled him to Mexico, so he wasn't allowed to like come back to Cuba. That was like part of the you know deal of his release or whatever. But you know who the fuck he met in Cuba, dog, or in in Mexico, dog? Who? Motherfucking Che Guevara. <laughs> and him and Che Guevara get together and they go, Che goes, hey, I think that the only way that you're ever going to get anyone out of Cuba is if you do an armed rebellion. And Fidel like, goes, hey, I, have an idea. I was just thinking the same fucking thing. And they were like, <laughs> right, yo, so- dude, were you just thinking, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Truly, this is like the bro, like the brothers meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> So this is, I, I want everyone to think real quick. Have you ever heard Che or Fidel speak? Have you ever seen a video clip from school or anything? Is it readily no. available? No, they really villainize Che Guevara. Yeah. And I think that's, isn't Che Guevara the guy where like Steven Crowder has that t-shirt? 
It's like it says like it's a picture of Che Guevara. That's that's like where I know Che Guevara from. It's, <laughs> it's such a stupid T-shirt that I always see Steven Crowder wearing. It's like mm-hmm. a picture of Che Guevara, and it's it's big red T-shirt with a picture of Che Guevara, and it says socialism <laughs> is for figs. Uh, oh my he, yeah! It's like yes, S star yes. GS, and he claims that it means figs when everybody knows what it's it actually means. Yeah. Yeah. Steven yeah, so, Crowder sucks. Yeah, Steven yeah, Crowder, what a man. And, you know, like the, we've definitely seen Fidel Castro and they, you know, they'll like show the the pictures and stuff of him looking like either like a militant, like dictator and stuff, but, um, or like super oh, slovenly, oh, oh. like making fun of him, like for his beard who and is, shit. Who is, sorry, who is that guy, um... That we watched, he he was he said like he wanted to go talk. He was the only like uh, dude who's like talked to Castro. Um, there was a clip. Remember oh, that? Oh, what was his name? It was like a someone from the U.S. Was it, was it like Oliver a- Stone? Oliver Stone? Oliver Stone, it might have been. We're gonna watch an Oliver Stone clip. Is it the clip where he's like, "Well, I wanted to talk to him." I, I don't. I I, told, I went and talked. They're like, "Why'd you go talk to Fidel Castro?" Is oh, he a there's bad a movie guy? called Cuba and a Cameraman that we're gonna watch a clip from. That maybe it's from it that. Might be, but basically he was just like, "Well, I'd only been told things about. It. I've never yeah. seen." Yeah. Really, Dude. and I just, I wanted to talk to the guy. I wanted to see what he was all about, and it was like, that's "Well, yeah, that's kind of how I judge people too." Is I Dude, talk that to was him. for real. Me visiting John H. Mayer in the totally. Travis County Correctional Facility. If people are telling you something about someone, sometimes a lot of time you should ask, why are they telling me this? Is it yeah. because they're trying to mislead me? Is it because they yeah, are involved like- and they don't want me yeah. to know what the other side is? Because, dude, most of the time it's that. It's like yeah. narcissist, manipulative people think that they can control you by, you know, pulling you in and telling you shit and or being like, Usually it's usually like, oh, they're crazy. Don't listen to them. They're nuts. Mm-hmm. So it's That's like, oh, look at this crazy dictator. Like, He's nuts. Yep. No, it's just like, no, nah, they're a crazy person. Don't even, you mm-hmm. don't even need to hear them. You're going to go crazy if you just listen to them. They're that crazy. But and I think you should fucking listen yeah, to them. Yeah, I think we should listen to some crazy people every once in a while. Let's, let's hear what they have to say. ...of abetting subversion in other Latin American countries. Do you see any way out of this situation? Any way to improve relations? I think uh, with regards to solutions, there are solutions, and I think there is only one. We have said repeatedly to the government of the U.S. that we do not want anything but to forget us, that they, that they do not consider us even for good or evil. From New York City, face the nation. A spontaneous and unrehearsed news interview with Ernesto Che Guevara, Cuban Minister of Industry. Major Guevara will be questioned by CBS News United Nations correspondent Richard C. Hotlet, Ted Schultz of the Washington Bureau of the New York Times, and CBS News correspondent Paul Niven. Major Guevara, you said a moment ago you would simply like us Americans to forget Cuba. Uh, your speech the other day suggested that you can't forget us. You, you consider us a hostile government 90 miles away. How can you expect fed. us to forget you? <laughs> Total fed. I didn't say exactly that you that I expected to forget us. You asked a solution. And I said, what was that solution in the present moment? If it's possible or not, that's another question. <laughs> uh, Major Guevara, 
On several opportunities recently, Premier Fidel Castro has suggested in interviews with visiting newspaper men and on other occasions that a new effort be made to normalize relations between Cuba and the United States, particularly in the field of trade and exchanges. Uh, as an economist, do you feel yourself that a resumption of relations of this nature would be useful or welcome for Cuba? In other words, would you like to see the relations normalized? Not as an economist, because I have never considered myself an economist, but only an official of the Cuban government as another Cuban. I think harmonious relations with the U.S. would be very good for us, from the economical point of view, more than in any other field, because all our industry has been established by the U.S. and primary products and repair parts that we have to make with much difficulty or to bring from other... Okay, so I just want you to hear a little bit of him uncut, you know, because yeah. I don't think anyone ever hears that. And I don't know if you get this sense from him, but he doesn't seem to be like a crazed dictator no, type getting, to me. I'm not getting crazy dictator from that, yeah. huh. in my humble right. opinion. Real quick, I'll hop into the next clip. Um, of Fidel real quick because so Fidel is the Fidel basically was the Fidel was the leader of the revolution in Cuba and he was actually Cuban and Che was like his best friend he was his friend who helped him with the revolution essentially you know Che Guevara yeah, Mexican Che Guevara I think is Argentinian, Argentinian. but was in Mexico because in Mexico. Uh, okay. the they cooed Argentina I think and he got kicked out of there Okay. Uh, uh, or maybe it was Spain. He's a two-time coup. Two-time yeah, coup. He, he, guy? he was affected by a coup, and that's why he like went on a revolutionary journey. Like his whole life, what he wanted to do was liberate all of South America. He yeah, wanted every based. country to have its own independence and stuff. You know. Um, but yeah, so real quick, we'll just watch the Fidel part two then. So this is before the revolution happened. I think this is right before when he did the first failed coup or armed rebellion. And there, with a group of followers, they planned a new attempt to overthrow the dictator. Looking for support, Fidel toured Cuban communities in the United States, <laughs> in New York, New Jersey, and Florida. Many sympathizers, both rich and poor, <laughs> contributed to his cause. Spitting image. By the so following funny. year, 1956, so Fidel funny. had assembled Brother. the nucleus of a guerrilla force <laughs> and felt ready to return to Cuba. Yeah, a young yeah. Argentine doctor, <laughs> Ernesto Che Guevara, joined They just them. look exactly the same. Brother, it's fucking... Hay una pequeña escrito, un pequeño escrito de mi papá donde dice, me pasé toda la noche hablando con el jefe, sí, con Fidel, y al otro día amanecí siendo miembro de su, de su grupo, ¿no? After the legendary 12-hour meeting, Che's life became an important part of the Cuban Revolution. 82 people, including Che, set out from Mexico on the cabin cruiser Granma. All right, here's where it pops An off. uprising in Santiago de Cuba was planned to coincide with their dudes. arrival. 82 Se cayó un hombre al agua. Empezaron a buscarlo y el hombre no aparecía y gritábamos, ah, fulanito, 
Roque, Roque, no aparecía Roque, hasta, hasta que al final dice Fidel, y de aquí no nos vamos hasta que no lo, hasta que no lo salvemos. Eso conmovió a la gente, y le levantó la, la, la combatividad al escuchar esa frase. Y decir, coño, con este hombre no hay, no hay abandonado. ¿Y lo encontraron? No hay olvidado. Sí, sí, lo encontramos, lo encontramos. A costa de que se, se echara a perder la, la, la expedición. The Batista military successfully put down the revolt in the city. The grandma arrived two days later. Real quick, you know why that was? It's because fucking Frank Sturgis, a CIA agent, who came and pretended like he was down for the Cuban Revolution. He came and said, hey, let me help you, let me help you. And it was before uh, Fidel knew all about the CIA, I think. So uh, anyway, that's why the fuck that's that so failed. Can't fault him for that. I know, right? Dude, he's such a douche. And then he went on, he was like one of the main conspirators of the JFK assassination. Just dude. legendary piece of shit. Oh, and Watergate. Yeah, he, like real, he was oh, one of the Watergate. Dude, he was a three Watergate. for three. Dude, he's, he's like the Forrest dude. Gump of being a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Truly. The grandma arrived two days later than expected, and the group landed in a mangrove swamp. The 82 men scattered, but were soon discovered by Batista's forces. Fidel and a few others escaped and refused to admit defeat. Of the original 82, only 21 managed to regroup Insane. in the Sierra 21. Maestra Mountains. 21 of them went this up is where the guerrilla war began, and the initial group was able to survive and grow. Che Guevara was the group's doctor. Evil people are also usually doctors. Yeah, porque es el más preparado, porque conoce los caminos, porque para mí es el más estratega. Después fue Raúl y yo. That is Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Much of their support came from the farmers in the Sierra Maestra Mountains. Some of them joined the guerrillas and became commanders. But so, dude, literally, that Both is men. it. This is what, like, when when Black Lives Matter started, I, and I was like fighting with everyone on Facebook. I was mm -hmm. like baffled by the fact that people couldn't see what was happening, and yeah. I was like, "There's no way out of this. This is too big. Like, everyone is so dumb. What are we gonna do? Talk to every single person and show them that they're wrong?" And yeah, dude, that yep. is the fucking answer. <laughs> it's we just like, gotta talk, dude. We're doing yeah, a the, Rust Belt tour in the van. Dude, I'm not kidding. Yes. I'm excited for Van Days. Oh, we're going to talk to so many people. Me There's going to be some good investigations. Oh, yeah. I can't he, wait to put my whole no, ass No, he's in excited for us to again, be like, living in the van because that means it's done. And you're done. No. It. <laughs> oh, you you do? No, Dante he, yeah, does? he's really excited yeah, yeah. for van life. I'm that sure means Dante's sick of van. Sick yeah. of building. <laughs> are you over building van? Or are you still having I'm fun? I'm over the current stage of van building that i'm at i'm yeah. sick of doing electricity stuff because it's like brain it's work. just so it's it's just so tedious because like i don't know i just want to put the fucking wood on the wall and not see all the wires anymore yeah but like and I'm you're still like oh i got shit. a plan where every single thing is before the wire you gotta order something it takes three days and 
Then you, then could, you like, gotta wire the switch and then yeah, and then like you gotta like always check if the electricity's off because like if it's not and I touch it, I'll die. So, you know, <laughs> and I'm not an electrician, so I, I I don't really know what I'm doing, but hopefully it works. But anyway, yeah, no, <laughs> we're gonna change everyone's minds. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to being in the van because then I can actually I can make content that I'm like really proud of because like right now I am like. I'm building the van, and then I'm doing this podcast, which is, like, the only thing I care about, really. And then I make TikToks, Dude, which yeah. I care about, but only for so long, because TikTok is so, like, you know? There's yeah. nothing drawn out about it. It's just like, oh, you just, like, talk to the camera, and, you know, usually those are pretty good. But I'm excited to not have to spend all of my energy uh, screwing shit together. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think about that too all the time with work too. It's like if I if I didn't have to do this bullshit all the time, I wouldn't be exhausted all the time, you know. So I would do the things that I actually want to do, which is like this, you know. Yep. But I imagine a world where I don't have to do the things that I don't want to do, and I can just do this. Yeah, and that's and kind of what the future the we're too. fighting for. <laughs> Sorry, go again. No, like you you talking about work is like I I am complaining about really nothing. It's more just like. I'm excited to be finished with it. I am enjoying building the van because it's like, it's mine, yeah. right? Like I'm going to own it when I'm done. But like, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean with like work. It's like if, when you have Exhausting. to, yeah, when you have to work all the fucking time, like and that's the point. Yeah. Cause then you literally don't have an ounce of energy to yeah. dedicate any time or effort so to a passion a project. Yeah. That too. <laughs> that you don't have enough time to sit and think like, Hey, Maybe I shouldn't be this tired at the end of a work day. You're like too tired to even rationalize it. And, and you're you like, burn what? Out. You burn out every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Classic. Truly, I think everyone in America like wakes up with 1% less battery than yeah. the day before. Yeah, there's you not know, even like, 20 people can't charge. that aren't. Um, there's not 20 working class people that are um, feeling like these guys were. Yeah. <laughs> feeling motivated. Uh, but I we're trying, you know, we are trying though, right? Like, I think that's what this, that's what we're doing now, well, we're right? We're trying to vote in new people. We, 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 we vote. Yeah, we just I mean, vote. That's we what we're do. saying. We yeah. don't like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's what we're, who yeah, we're not doing at the time. It was, it's a dated yeah. method. I don't think that it's. I love a, voting. I don't voting, think it's an effective method. I think voting I is a very vote. effective method. I think that um, voting Joe Biden is an effective method to get what you want. Yes. We could start gerrymandering. Ooh, I heard that like if you we know how to reverse gerrymandering. You could like you we guys know how to people gain around. electoral college. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. We displace people to get yeah. That's a joke. That's a bad joke. It's like reverse it's reverse colonialism. It's like, hey, we already moved you once. <laughs> Alright, you ready to get into the yeah, actual yeah, revolution? I am. Look Both at those men and women Dude. soon join Fidel's guerrilla movement. You hear that? Men and, and women. traditional male prejudice, a women's battalion was formed. Oh, Dude, that's because hard. he hates women, right? And he wants them to yeah. die. No, he sounds... No, One of the most important people in his life was a woman called Celia Sanchez. She was the daughter of a rural physician. Her father had provided oh, like free health care to, to many of the poor, impoverished rural people in Dude, the area. Like and she women. was very much like attracted to Fidel's revolutionary like movement. Celia Sanchez remained at Fidel's side like, you know, for 20 like, years see, like, and held like, important Instagram, government like, posts yeah, until soldier, her death like, in 1980. Like, pr promo, it's like they shouldn't be holding that gun. 
Oh, Justin Trudeau. They can hold Fidel and his commanders built up their 26th of July movement guerrilla army from a wide range of political allegiances. Batista's forces were trained by the United States, which also armed them with tanks, artillery, and aircraft. Oh, they threw so all their force against oh, the guerrillas oh, in a so war weird. that lasted two years. 26th of July a had a strong Justin. underground movement in the cities. Uh, What'd you say, Dante? I said it's a much shorter journey. Sorry, I think yeah. what's actually happening is I think the microphone for you only is picking up through the MacBook, but the microphones are picked up through our recording on the camera. So I think you're not catching a lot of what we're saying sometimes, but that's okay because it's going to be in the final recording. Like we have well, to talk I, loud for I'm you to hear. Oh, okay. I'm catching most of what you're like. If you want me to pause, just t tell me. But oh, I was no, just going to no, no, talk no, over the video, right? No, you're yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I we like that. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's we're fine. All, I forgot what I was going to say. I just wanted to get that out because I, I Can think, you hear, though? Um, you can hear yeah. okay? Yeah, no, everything is going to be completely fine. I just think that you are getting the short end of the stick with our audio right now. But it's, oh, okay. it, we don't need to talk about it right now. I'm sure you guys just, are goofing. <laughs> we stay shit sure organic. No, 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 you're, you're not, like, missing anything. I'm just saying that oh. I think I, I know hey, what just let's happened. let's let him talk about Cuba. Yeah, you're right. I love you guys. Okay, ready? Here comes the revolution, baby. Hmm. Hmm. Did you guys ever hear of Kent State? <laughs> hey, Anti-Semitism on college campuses is at an all-time high. Yeah, wait, that couldn't happen today, could it? No, never. Oh. Dude, the... It's about the Content zines. Content creators. Content zines and zines, are awesome. baby. And art and music. They so can't sick. make those things. If you don't have passion behind your cause, if it's just fueled by the desire to make more money, you yeah. cannot create those types of things. Bro, it makes yep. so much more sense now why they were so scared of the Black Panthers. Yeah. Dude, Bro. yeah. Terrified. Because oh, they were just cool as fuck, dude. I can't wait for our episode make, breaking that shit down. Cause, cool yeah. music, cool, cool clothes. They're carrying Bro. big guns in front of the police and just not using them. Yeah, oh, cool dude, look hell. at the way the way rap music went from the 60s or, you know, this like late 60s 80s. to 70s, 80s, yeah. whatever, 70s, 80s. And then, uh, and then to now, it used to be like about like, you know uplifting people and shit and it was like about the bad stuff and now it's just money and bitches like that mm -hmm. is not fucking by accident nope, nope. at all not nope. at all social justice in a well-planned economy Muchas de las cosas que hicimos many of the things we did then están por encima de lo que nos imaginábamos en aquella época Algunas cosas de las ocurridas han sido más difíciles también y más duras de las que nos imaginábamos en aquella época. Just a fucking man of the people, dude, just hanging out, walking around. 
seem to like it with the boys. In January 1959, Fidel made a triumphal entry in Havana. It had taken 25 months to defeat Batista. With victory achieved, Fidel sought to make Cuba a united and independent nation. My man is passing the bottle. I'll never forget that first speech that he gave a few days after he had entered Havana. This is amazing. I was watching on television, but they released a flight of doves, a symbol of peace. But one of the doves uh, like fluttered up into the air and landed on of her dogs. shoulder. Yeah. There was a gas. <laughs> you see that one flew uh, on him? Yeah. Uh, was the messenger of Oshun. No, the dog said, like his Bernie uh, moment. Uh, indicate yeah. the anointed one. <laughs> Todo el mundo se emocionó. Este es este un pueblo, este es un pueblo que en los años aquellos era muy creyente. El otro era más de sincretismo, ¿no? más de las cosas africanas, las palomas, el okay. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't get the vibe that he's like a, a brutal, brutal, awful no, dude. Seems really, like he's kind of a man. getting dictator from that, no? No, it feels no. like, okay, this is just me talking out of my ass because I don't know anything about Cuba. Gotcha ass. But it seems like everyone that, quote unquote, like they, they would try to say that like Castro killed or whatever, even Che Guevara, this is just me making a, a, a guess here, um, is that like it was probably just like the CIA and he like, like there were CIA people trying to kill him and so he was like, no, fuck you. And like he had him killed. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That seems like what's was happening, and it's like I, I don't think that violence is the answer. But what else is he gonna if do? If a CIA agent is trying to kill me, I'd probably just let yeah. him. But the CIA literally says, um, you know, that they they kill people for less. You know, like mm -hmm. they sent they had two thousand failed missions to kill Fidel Castro. Two thousand. No, two thousand. Mm -hmm. Two thousand. And they all joke. failed. No, he literally just dodged them all. Shit, it's a lot. This is right after the revolution. This is Fidel on Face the Nation. A tyranny. We proved that it was not necessary. If the Dominican want, they alone. And he always wanted to speak in English because he wanted the American people to hear him. And this is why you aren't allowed to hear him is because he like, it's very charming. Yeah. Would you give them some advice? now? Yes. Would you give them some advice? He's like sassy, but like charming. Do you understand now? Yeah. Do you understand now? Yeah. That's amazing. Because, because they always are so like awful when they're, you know, they're always like asking these loaded questions and they're always like being bad faith and shit. So like, it's nice to see someone fucking push back yeah, against that deal. all while still what looking better than them yeah from those white people we what we want now is to pay attention to our things here that okay. is what we want now dr castro could you tell us what your the cigar bro they, they he looks too cool they just keep wanting to be fucking left alone that's it yeah they're like dude all we're saying is we want to figure our shit out without you it's like yeah. a really bad breakup, and the U.S. is like, so, so, like, we can, we can, like, talk again, like, next month, right? Like, maybe try to work things out, and they're like, bro, I'm done. I'm done. And then they call you, and you're hanging out with your girlfriend and your sister. That was an inside joke. He's such a charmer, dude. <laughs> People, United States, newsmen of the United States, 
You, What'd you say, Dante? No I made a joke about. I don't think we should clarify it because I feel I like she might listen Moving to on. this podcast. Okay, here's another great example of why. So, so at this time too, then after the revolution. They were kind of like these, even Eisenhower at the time, like no one really knew, everyone was kind of excited by them. They were like, oh, good for them. And then they realized like the repercussions of what that would mean. Mm -hmm. Eisenhower for a few months was like, liked Castro. He was like, oh, he's a kind of cool dude. I can't believe he did that. Good for him. That's great. <laughs> and wanted to, and was like fine with being neutral towards them. And it wasn't until he said, you know, it was like a month or two after that they started like taking the telephone companies back and whatever and mm -hmm. then they're like oh shit okay we that gotta get rid of this because they're losing money yeah and they're like this and isn't so okay anymore fidel's whole thing was like he just wanted to go he came to america to to new york to talk in front of the un and he wanted to you know he like got a hotel downtown in, in or midtown i think and he got like kicked out because the hotel man you know like there's people in the government that are like you know, the government's like saying all this shit about like yeah. how he's a crazy communist. But then like the people think of him as kind of like a rock star almost yeah. like this is like it's like the Beatles almost to some <laughs> people, you know. So and and like if this whole thing Piper is, was president. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, truly. And 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 Hassan was like going other places to spread his liberation message. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know who he, they America definitely didn't want Fidel to talk to was black Americans. Oh, oh I can see exactly why. Not a shocker. So this is all flight. Yeah, he came to New York for the US. Yeah, exactly. This is like early civil rights movement, right? Because that was like 60, that was like all this late 50s and 60s, right? This is like 59. United States people is very good people. I like the American press. What? American news. He says what? He's so funny. He's so funny. That is just you know. It's just we we both always we equally charmed. We were both always against colonialism. We were both always against discrimination. We will will vote against 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 uh, imperialist exploitation of the people. We will be always with justice. That is our plus. Dude, that is big homie right there. So so there's a story where he so after he gets off this plane, he goes to the hotel and I I think he doesn't even get in. It, they have it like reserved. They get there, and once they get there, they're like, "Oh, you can't come in because you're gonna cause a ruckus here." And and so he starts calling around, and he's like, "This is fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. I, I would never do this to you guys." And so the only people who would fucking let him stay at their hotel was Harlem. Like the the biggest hotel there at the time was like, "Yo, come stay with us." Yeah. And oh, like Malcolm in Harlem. X, yeah. Yeah, Malcolm X, I think, hooked him up with it or told him about it or something. Makes but sense. This I is think Malcolm X came to meet out. him. Yeah. See, yeah, that, that was their mistake. They should have just <clears throat> let him stay. Yeah, that was like, that's a blunder by the feds. You can't let exactly. Del Castro meet Malcolm fucking X. And be like, and that's, that's why, dude, I, 
I really think that they're all very, they're so dumb. They're, they're all, so dumb. They don't think through anything. No, they they're just, so short-sighted with their stupid little plans. I literally, we talked about this once. I was like, if I was a Fed, I would do their evil, stupid plot so much better than them. Like, even, I don't agree with what they're trying to do, and I, I could give them a better game plan. Like, they're but that's it's the so dumb. <laughs> that's the fucking arrogance, right? Yeah. That's the... We have the backing of the U.S. government. Yup. Like, it's like, it's well, the same shit. you're not, you, you still couldn't because you don't have the backing of the U.S. government. So we do. Yeah. <laughs> but like at a certain point, you know, when you guys are being so arrogant that everyone notices, then we will be able to stop it. So mm -hmm. if enough but, people start talking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that was his whole thing. He just wanted, he was just like talking, you know, openly about like, Real things. And again, this is why you never hear him is because he's such a fucking charmer. He's so fucking funny. He's sassy and he's right. He's he's <laughs> on the side of justice and he's always fucking right. So we can't let we can't let you Americans hear him ever. No. So then after this is when all the CIA coups start happening. Right. And that's it's, it's like CIA immediate. Time. It's like a couple months after. Yeah. Here we go. CIA time. They should try to be less obvious, like, right after. Bro, I, I, t I was talking about this yesterday, I think, but two days after JFK was assassinated, right until JFK was assassinated, he had a memo that he had been working on for a couple weeks that was to pull out all troops in uh, Vietnam. They kept mm. sending it back to him with adding troops to go to Vietnam. And every time he crossed it out and he said, I'm not adding troops, I yep. want to take troops out of Vietnam. Then um, JFK tripped down the stairs and uh, broke his yeah. neck or whatever yeah, happened. Yeah, and it. do you know what happened two days later? What? Tell us. LBJ signed a memo that increased troops, troops to, to 10,000. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So that's what I mean, dude. You're no, so right. It's dang. always like that. It's a coincidence. They're so arrogant. They're they like, okay, we got rid of the JFK problem. JFK into the, the, uh, the, the drug war. Mm -hmm. They really flipped that, and then they flipped the drug war into the <laughs> into what's going on in the Middle East right now. They, just they are really like up. no, they're they're like incredible. Let they're like the those um not incredible. Let me let me finish Horribly my thought incredible. here. Yeah, there. they're good yeah. at what they do, and what they do is like the you remember you know those Ryan Trahan videos? It's like uh, taking a penny, and I'm I'm gotta get I gotta flip it to Mr. Beast or something, right? He like, <laughs> He like he like mm -hmm. buys something for a penny and then he like does drawings and yeah, then he like, the penny he challenge. Like it's classic. Maybe well there was one where he like leveled up. He was trading stuff, so he like trade a four. He like traded up to like a four wheeler and then he traded the four wheeler for like a yeah, bus yeah. ticket, and then he yeah. So <laughs> it, that's what they're doing, but for um, crime. <laughs> I don't know, like government crime. I turned I this petty crime broke. into it. International coup. Yeah. <laughs> I turned and tensions after World War II into, <laughs> into tensions into a in, the Middle in the Middle East. <laughs> Mr. Dude, B's new video idea. Can you imagine, like, if we let capitalism keep going and it goes for another hundred years, like, bro. That would be a living nightmare. It already yeah. is a living nightmare. We just it don't is. recognize that it is. Yeah. But yeah, so coup time. Coup time. 
months, as it turns out, pretty damn far. The Cuban project, also known as Operation Mongoose, was an extensive campaign of terrorist attacks against Cuban civilians and other covert operations performed by the CIA in Cuba. The operation's stated goal was to help Cuba so overthrow yeah, the communist regime, awesome. but their real intent was just to assassinate Fidel Castro on their own. Given the sensitive nature of assassinating head of state, no official records were kept and everything we know comes from testimony after the facts. From 1960 through 1963, dozens of proposals on how to carry out the assassination were investigated and many were even attempted. Every possible method was looked at, from subtle methods like poisoned cigars to the outright brazen, like the hiring of the mafia to carry out the hit for them. The mafia <laughs> actually did accept the contract, but turned down the $100,000 payment that the government offered, saying they'd do it for love of country. They failed. <laughs> and so did the CIA. Castro died in 2016. Dude, the mafia really is American as fuck, dude. They're the most... They're the most about it. They are They yeah. are down for the cause. <laughs> And, and, dude, they literally worked hand-in-hand hand with the CIA. There would be things that the CIA, like, can't... Oh, we're, you know, we're... Oh, we we're can't do this. corporate businessmen. We can't do this, so let's just outsource it. Yeah, so they like, literally outsource it to the mob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would outsource hits to them. You know, like, the think about the mob people that were involved in JFK, like yeah. Jack Ruby, you know, like, they're, they would use them because then it would be off the books, you know, like... And they didn't think that people would be like looking through this shit later. They're so dumb. They wrote all they this had, shit down. I dude, don't they get had it. no idea that everyone would be able to just make a radio show of their own at any point yeah. in time. I was gonna say if JFK could have broadcast live that um I guess he could have. Dude, if Twitch was around, I think JFK would have taken us up on the offer to like Twitch Bro. stream all the time. I think he would have done it. If he would have done that with the back and, and forth RFKs. Yeah. With about the troop thing, that would have been like he, there's no way. He would have been fine. You have to be trans that's why I you think yapping yeah. is the fucking <laughs> that's how we save ourselves. Yeah. And dude, the worst part too is that JFK, like RFK suspected that they they all knew. Mm-hmm. They 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 were fuck you know uh, his wife was there like she has been silent about it for, like I'm sure that they scared the fuck out of her, you know? Like but she was in the center of it where you know, 10 shots came from all around her, you know? Mm-hmm. So these people knew what the fuck happened. Yeah. Um, but I forget what tangent I was just going on, but whatever. But yeah. So they, you know, they just go, they're just going buck. Like they have no, no oversight, just doing whatever the fuck they want. And they, you know, their companies were telling them that we got to get our fruit back. We got to get our land back. You got to kill Castro. It's not fair. You ain't have enough banana. Oh, and then this is the, I just want to remind everyone, this is the same CIA that then uh, got buddy-buddy with Peter Thiel, uh, you know, Palantir. And arrested us the, the like, full. You're just being watched at all times by... Palantir essentially no big deal guys but like yeah. um yeah yeah those are the same guys that did all this stuff right so like that's pretty cool that they can watch all of us all the time yeah, yeah. and and you know like they would always <laughs> use that shit against Fidel right where they would be like oh you know he, uh you don't let there be free press and it's like there's if people want to make a newspaper they can mm-hmm. but you're talking about letting American press come in which is code for cia because which is also code for in, propaganda <laughs> exactly because which that's I all they why do china that, does it dude i'm not saying china's yeah. perfect they have their problems no whatever, yeah yeah but it's like, just like i get why they don't let facebook in or whatever they don't do like you know like they, they're, they're yeah. just like no you're not google no 
hey, Google, if you're going to come here, you're going to like follow our rules and we, sorry. Well, because we, we see what these tech companies have been able to propagandize American yes. citizens with. And it's, you know, it's, it might not be them directly behind it, but they are absolutely enablers. And mm -hmm. if they can't get it under control and they can't actually help people, you know, discern truth from pure fucking fiction... I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want them free reigning in my country either. Mm -hmm. I don't want everyone to get propagandized by QAnon on Facebook, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> that is a yeah, cult. I mean, is extremism. Yeah. Anyway, now I'm on a tangent. Back to Cuba. But yeah, I mean, like Fidel. None of these people are perfect, you know. Like that's. I'm not saying Fidel's yeah. perfect at all. No. I think Che might be. Che seems like one of the chillest bros Dude. in history. I know, um, I was kind of thinking Socialism that is He's for like, figs, <laughs> according to Stephen Crowder. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, that's, that's so all part dumb. of the propaganda, too, you know? Belittle mm -hmm. this, like, heroic, like, amazing person, you know? That's, it's, America, like, thinks of them as, like, jokes or, like, whatever, but... Well, and you, and even that's it, all part you of think the, about it in their dumb, yeah. Americanized, manly sense, and it's like, these, if you're thinking about it even in that sense, like... Uh, these guys did more manly, quote manly shit than you yeah. will ever do in your entire fucking life, Stephen Crowder. Those and he's women like, did more manly socialism shit is than for figs. Yes. I've met Stephen Crowder. I'm not gonna say. Oh how yeah, yet. I Someday forgot. I will tell that story on the on the show. He has met Stephen. But Crowder. I've met Stephen Crowder, and all the inf I have a little bit of weird little insider, weird personal knowledge about Stephen Crowder. I can tell you. Ooh. I'll tell you uh, Off offline. But Ooh. he's he's just a real piece of shit to deal with. Too, they which we all know. are, dude. They're but all I've known this for actors. years, and so when mm -hmm. I saw that video of him, like literally doing domestic abuse to his wife, like Hillary. verbal, like abuse. Uh, yeah, I was just like, well, no, this pregnant, doesn't shock pregnant me. Wife. Pregnant wife. Yeah, you're this right. This is nine like months exactly pregnant. What wife. I expected. Yeah. And dude, think about it. It's like these people know what they're doing. They they understand that they very deliberately have to pick and and you know pick and choose their facts and you know oh if they say this i have to say this because they're all part of a it's part of a plan they know mm -hmm. that they're part of a propaganda plan i know that they do i i for i i grappled with it forever i was like how can these people know what they're doing and still do it money that's how they yep, do it that's exactly they get paid how. very well like when steve i heard that steven crowder got that 50 million dollar offer daily i'm telling you right now daily wire does not have subscribers to no. even come close to that number. No. It is There's so no astroturf. No, it's because so they're backed by the Koch brothers, dude. They're and yeah, they're backed by oil. And everyone, I, I know it's like hard to understand why would oil companies want to spread this kind of weird right-leaning misinformation, and and it's because when you believe those kind of things, you don't care if the world burns or. And yeah. you think that trains are gay or whatever. They literally <laughs> have to do literally. it in order to survive. Like, they can't yeah. survive without doing things like that. Yeah. Which yeah, tells me it's a scam. They have to lie. Right? Like, they like they did all the research on climate change in, like, uh, like a long time ago. And like, they just we covered all that so shit up. Ago. Yeah. And they, they just, just still are like, oh, they covered stupid. it up, dude. And then now they, they tell Ben Shapiro, the little guy who's never had, you know, his wife's never had an orgasm. Um to say the climate and we and the people listen pussy. to him about climate change <laughs> truly yeah and, ben and Shapiro so that, has it, never that is why woman. they do it right no he said so, go again nicole sorry oh all i said was ben shapiro has never pleased a woman dude i i'm telling you i think they're they're all 
gay actors that you know they're they're pastor Crowder, or they're, yeah yeah they all are dude it's like will smith p diddy literally all of them <laughs> they all just hate themselves because they grew up in crazy evangelical cult america where you can't be gay and if you're gay you're a demon so then they got to spend the rest of their lives fucking doing horrible shit instead of just loving Acting themselves bro repressed <laughs> fantasies instead of just yeah. yeah loving themselves and respecting the people around them as also living humans that you know nah, deserve yeah respect. and the only reason we know that like peter teal's gay is because of gawker yeah no it's and so all, like he was gonna just they all, yes they all try to keep it that he quiet yes dude he literally <laughs> destroyed gawker because he was so mad that it's they like, out bro, you him. made all your money in we san francisco that's the gayest place and in it's US. like dude i Honestly, people would probably think you're cool. Gen Z might actually like look past all the bullshit if you were like, I love gotta, being gay. Well, because like <laughs> that's all, a joke. all they'd they have to do is like act it, like George Santos, and people would act like they they'd would be totally like slay forget. Peter. Oh my god, slay! Oh my god, fascism slay! But instead, he wants to be so so secretive about it and so embarrassed. And it's like, well, now it's kind of funny because you're so embarrassed about it. Like, yeah. You've done all these bad things and you can't even just like, I don't know. You have all this money and you cannot be like, okay with who you are. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Money's and that's stupid. all it is. I really do. I feel like deep down inside me, this, this is the root of all of it is that they, they didn't have a fucking parent that loved them and supported them. <laughs> you so, know, it just reminded truly. me. Do you remember <laughs> that? Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, it's a great point. But it just reminded me of that one video of the girl who posted the she got clowned on bro it was her being like to putin putin if i was your mother do you guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. but dude for real honestly a lot of them just needed better guidance in their life i'm no, not excusing they need right any now behavior, they need to, they, all the world leaders need to hang out for like a week straight with no weapon no phones anything, no, no phones weapons. no weapons and psychedelics no they don't need psychedelics babe they well, that would make well they need worse. like a shaman no, i think they, they need a they shaman need, if they're if you're gonna do guided psychedelic tours with them, maybe that's one way to do it i was just gonna say they needed to smoke a little bit of weed together no that was I, all I was okay here's my proposal every world leader we get them all on a porch we get one really big porch and we get a bunch of camping chairs and we put them all in a circle and every world leader um and then we have like we have like 20 joints going around so that everyone's you know hitting a joint every once in a while and they're just chatting there's a fire in the middle well, the different and, strain from every country yeah and it's, it's like a it's like a summer camp for world leaders <laughs> Cuba. I think it's, an, I think it's, I don't know. We haven't, once again, we haven't tried it yet. No one can say it wouldn't work. No, it's, it's not the worst option. Dude, we, we've tried everything else and it's just, every idea a man has is like, well, we could kill some more people. We could bomb this place. And I'm like, dude, let's get everyone on a porch and pass around a blunt. I think the world leaders might like chill out a little bit. I don't know. Okay, How we do we make people like, develop empathy? We got to learn about Cuba. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're two hours in, bro. We really yeah, are I a two-hour podcast. We'll, just do, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do the full length, and then I'll just do a, a cut-down Just Cuba version. Amazing. Right? Bonus. Perfect. Bonus. Bonus content. And then everyone's happy, and I don't uh, have to amazing. hear about anything in the comments. Because <laughs> if you we say live something to serve. in the comments... The yeah, Cuba version is going to be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this 
This, I just want to real quick go over just one of the coups that the CIA did, which is a famous coup that you've probably heard of called the Bay of Pigs. I have heard of it. I did a video um, uh, during my JFK shit about this, but real brief, briefly, the Bay of Pigs happened like right after JFK got into office, right? He was already elected. And then right as the transition happened from Eisenhower to JFK, motherfucking Alan Dulles, this motherfucker, dude, he strategically made Bay of Pigs set up so that... <clears throat> And, and I think this is how they do it to every president. They, they made a situation, basically, where they would put their ship off of the coast of Cuba, and then they would have these fake rebels that are trained by Americans. It's like basically saying, hey, 200, can I get 200 uh, Cuban volunteers, and I'll pay you like $500 if you go do this fake coup? And they did that, and then were like, oh, let's put a fucking battleship right off the coast of Cuba so that they fire at us because we're like being aggressive and they fire at us and then we can go and take their whole fucking country. Oh That's God. how these people think, like, you know? It's just they, ridiculous. They, <laughs> and, yeah. and if you think about that, think about October 7th. Mm -hmm. Did anyone hear that they knew about October 7th, you know? I so let's ask the question, that, yeah. why would you let October 7th happen hmm. if you fucking knew about it? And it's th for this same exact reason. It's 9-11. It's yep. a reason to get into a fucking global resource conflict where you can go steal people's shit. And, and they deliberately said this. A Alan Dulles wanted oh, to Oh, that's your favorite. So no, you love Alan Dulles. Bro, he, I truly think he's like one of the most evil people in history. He, I agree. He's, he is the actual Forrest Gump of pieces of shit. <laughs> He, dude, he did the rat lines, bro. He is, Evil. he was installed for four presidents, dog. Four Insane. of them. Two, three of them were his pets, his mentors. Dude, fucking Nixon was literally his pet for his entire career, his entire political career. And he owed everything to fucking Alan Dulles because Alan Dulles would do this kind of shady shit that like, you know, the blackmail stuff where they would like, or, or do shady shit against the opponents of running against Nixon. You know, they would do dirty CIA shit to get Nixon to move up politically. So by the end, he's fucking president and he owes every single ounce of that to Alan Dulles, who is a demon who works for banks, you know, like, <sighs> fuck. Spit. This. You're spitting. He's spitting. But, uh, but yeah, so... So this is JFK's first like big thing that's happening, you know, so it's basically it's like him trying to break him in. It's like, you know, like once once you get them to do what I want the first time, then he can get it to get him to keep doing it. So he wanted to set up a situation to force JFK to throw Marines at Cuba, because if they attack this battleship, then the Marines would take the island and then bam, we got our motherfucking island and our fruit back, you know? Mm hmm. Um, but guess what? JFK, because he had been to war, said, fuck no. He said, no, I do not want to set up any situation where they're going to fucking retaliate and get us into a global war. You yeah, know, like no. JFK, smart I think, is like one of the few presidents who served in the in war. Like he was in Vietnam, you know, or uh, uh, Korea, Korea. And he was like horrified by it. And he saw firsthand that it's like, 
especially in Korea, that, you know, they're saying one thing. They're saying we're freeing these people, but they're doing another. They're deli- just yep. carpet bombing an entire country. They, I think it was 90% of all buildings in Korea were leveled, you know? So JFK witnesses this shit and, and sees, like, you know, his friends dying everywhere. I think he was like stranded on an Island or something like it was horror. And when he became president, he started the the works because he wanted to fucking like actually have world peace. He wanted to actually do it, not just talk about it. So he befriended, <laughs> Hey Volky. He befriended, you know, like all of these at this time, it was like a dude, 1959 would have been an insane fucking year to have been alive. It was like, I think, the Congo fucking was liberated. Um, Cuba, uh, like all these fucking countries, bro. Iran, like uh, Indonesia, <laughs> like it was a cr- insane time. And JFK was like bu- starting to go be buds with these people, and he literally wanted to 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 stop the fucking wars and stuff. And and uh, and and he said to uh, to Charles de Gaulle one time that he realizes now that he does not have control over his government because the fucking uh, Alan Dulles was actually running the foreign policy for the country. You know, he was doing this stuff behind JFK's back and stuff. He he killed Patrice Lumumba, who was like another yep. liberation figure for Congo. He Alan Dulles had him killed uh, directly against JFK's orders. Like, you know, so he just, he thought that the president isn't always the person that's like calling the shots, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Back yeah. To so Cuba. I'm done ranting. I'll just show you the a quick little thing about the the Bay of Pigs. So I just set it up anyway. One more than a thousand Cuban exiles stormed the beaches at the Bay of Pigs to launch a revolt against Fidel Castro. Castro rose to power in the 1950s after years of training with his guerrilla army. On New Year's Day. 1959, Castro and his army invaded Havana, forcing U.S.-backed leader Fulgencio Batista to flee the country. Castro declared himself prime minister and took control of the nation. They surrounded him, engulfed him, clutched and clawed him. Fidel, our liberator, they roared. Fidel, our savior. It was January 1959. With Castro in power, the relationship... So this is like Castro figuring out that the U.S. is like up to no good because he wanted to have good relations with them. Remember he said that when he came over, he said, I just want to be left alone. I want to have good relations. He used to process the Soviet oil. Mikoyan also promised that the Soviet Union would ship crude oil to Cuba. American, British, and Dutch companies, which had drilled wells and built refineries in Cuba, refused to process the crude oil. Denouncing the foreign plutocrats who would impede the liberation of colonized people, Castro seized the oil companies. The U.S. then severed all diplomatic relations with Cuba. Within a year, Castro declared himself a communist, established a formal alliance with the Soviet Union, and took control of the remaining assets owned by Americans and foreign entities. The Cuban premier completed his nationalization of an estimated $1 billion in United States-owned property. With a communist state sitting just 90 miles from the coast of Florida, President Dwight D. Eisenhower had to take action. He authorized. 
And this is what uh, this is what America always does. They always get the couple butthurt people that, you know, like a lot of the people who like fled Cuba, um, the people who are in Miami that are Cuban, that hate Cuba and hate Fidel, they were people who received benefits from the, the former plantation style fucking bullshit and the gambling and the American exploitation. Yep. So don't listen to anyone when they fucking say that, you know, like... They're the first people her. to flee were all like the fucking rats. They were fleeing because Scream. they knew that they did bad things. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you it, all, you get the fuck out of there if you're worried about uh, like going to jail and yeah, repercussions for yeah, the things you've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the if you didn't like the people. I think it was like 99% of people were like down for the revolution. Yeah. It was like massive, you know. <laughs> it's insane. And, and I think like only I think the people only had like five percent of the land or something like America had like most of it, dude. Like, and that's kind of the case for all of this. It's it's not always I think people are like naive and think that they're like, oh, they've got like what one one little emerald mine that they're digging. No, it's like fucking vast, vast tracts of land yeah. and it's killing people. It's using human beings as like cattle yes <laughs> it's crazy they literally don't think of them as people yeah but despite the extensive training there was still one small problem spies among the recruits were several Thanks, double agents is. working for <laughs> castro oh wait they're talking about batista the plan was to start two days before the ground invasion with exiled cuban pilots infiltrating yeah, the castro air force and sabotaging it. castro's air power from the inside then the invasion forces would land in the old city of Trinidad because of its anti-communist beliefs and port facilities. But as the operation drew nearer, Kennedy called an audible. Nervous about the integrity of the plan's operational security, Kennedy moved the landing to the Bay of Pigs. The decision was a bit of a head-scratcher. Besides being one of Castro's favorite vacation spots, the bay was surrounded by swampland that would make it... And Kennedy changed it is because I think that it was less there was there was less chance of hurting normal people yeah. there yeah that's no that's why. what i gathered too it kind of, yeah <laughs> um yeah and eliminated approximately 80 percent of castro's combat aircraft inventory castro didn't believe that these pilots were members of his air force he blamed the u.s and predicted that something much bigger was brewing Castro ordered the population to seek shelter and lock themselves away to squash the possibility of an uprising. In Cuba, charging the United States with arming and training mercenary forces for an imminent invasion. He calls out some 200,000 militiamen for training and guard duty. After the bombing, Cuba's foreign minister called an emergency meeting of the United Nations. Taking its case to the United Nations, Cuba seeks to put the United States on trial. Charging this nation has been invaded by what he terms mercenaries from Guatemala and Florida. Adlai Stevenson, U.S. ambassador to the U.N., claimed the U.S. had no involvement in the attacks. Because nobody told him. These charges are totally false. And see, that that is what Alan Dulles assumed Kennedy would not do. He said that the pressure, this, he's a young president. He hasn't felt this pressure yet. So basically, Alan Dulles set up this situation basically so that Kennedy would feel so much pressure that he would just cave and say, yes, yeah, send in the fucking Marines, send in the Air Force and drop bombs all over the fucking place. But he did not say that. On the morning of April 17th, 
Brigade 2506 sailed toward the shore for their long-awaited homecoming. But things did not start off well. The ocean claimed a large amount of weapons and other equipment. When they reached the shore, they were met Dude, by roughly so 20,000 Cuban armed forces, supported by the remaining combat aircraft that were spared the name Ryer. As Castro sank their ships and depleted their men, Brigade 2506 spiraled toward an epic defeat. Paratroopers missed targets, lost equipment, and suffered injuries. A few managed to barricade roads and hold their positions for two days. What's on, anyway? on April 19th, Kennedy and, uh, authorized air support from six unmarked U.S. fighter planes. And then, yeah, ever since then, it was just, you know, like, they were always trying to do something. It was always another new tricky little plan. It was, uh, you know, trying to poison... Well, I think they tried to, like, poison his fucking beard cream or something once. Like, it, it's all, like, harebrained fucking... The poison cigar one ideas. is so funny. Yeah. Like, it's all so ridiculous. And it really feels like, damn, you guys really put all this much time, energy, and resources into trying to off one guy instead of maybe just being like... No, I just let him do his thing. Maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe we should like worry about our stuff, but our stuff is just taking other people's stuff, so that's why they're worried about it. But like, maybe if we had something of our own that we cared about, that'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway. Let the door open. Oh, I'll no, grab it. It's because Vulcan shoved his way in. Oh. Yeah, we're almost done here. Um, I think... I'm just going to show a couple more clips of Fidel being a charismatic, like, fucking badass. Uh, okay. He just seems like such a genuine dude. And, like, he says uh, the reason that he has his beard is he said that he was going to shave his beard when uh, he, like, accomplishes, like, when he truly liberates Cuba from the US. for all the people or something. And he, like, never shaved his beard, so... It was kind of oh, cool, that, but that, he yeah. he seems like he was always there for the people and shit. Because I think that uh, that would include getting rid of the embargo. Because it's still, you know, he's not liberated from us because we're embargoing him. Exactly. He was yeah. Not I, I, yeah. Actually, that is what he meant. Like when he's when like totally from me. under the thumb of like the U.S. So this is on a flight back to America after a few years of being president, and I think it's another like UN conference or whatever. But someone. It's it's like a um, documentary where one guy, one American guy was, I think this is what you were talking about before, Dante, but one American guy was like, I just wanted to go see, yep. like, I just loved Cuba and I wanted to stay there and film. And then I just realized that, like, Fidel Castro was just, like, in the street and I just went and talked to him and then he let me... He let me like interview him, mm -hmm. but so yeah, this guy like guy ended up about. hanging with him for a while, and he's like so so gets so close with him, and you can tell the with the way that he interacts with this guy that you know he's it. I I work in film, you know, and there's definitely there's two different types of talent. There's like the talent that are when the camera turns off, they're a different person completely. And like, it's usually that they're like a fucking demon. Um, or they're like a genuine good person and, you know, and on camera, like there, yeah. there was a host of a show that I worked with called Michael Torpy. And he, he, dude, he's like the most sweetest, most genuine person. And he played like a fucking demon in, uh, in the orange is the new black. He's like the <laughs> guy who made that girl eat a rat or whatever. <laughs> But he's like the sweetest dude. But then there's so many fucking demons in in film and shit. Yes. Yeah. He played yeah. The, dude. He's like a weird pedo type groomer guy. But he also know, played in, the pedo uh, in you. 
You? Yeah. Uh, and it's like, dude, and you I was weren't like, when I watched it, I was like, uh, I knew you were a little too good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so this is just like one of those moments, like off the cuff, you know, it, he's surrounded by a bunch of people he doesn't know. Justin Always with the cigar. I will land in New York like this. Tengo un chaleco moral. I have a moral one. It's funny, dude. It's always smoking a cigar, too. Just chomping on it. It's so good. Yeah, dude, that fucking smile. I would be swooning. Bigger than liver. Okay, here we go. A couple more clips. I don't think I can show you the other two, but um, we can edit them in. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll edit them in here. Here, I'll, I'll do. I'll, we'll give you a reaction for those. Just, just you can freeze I'll frame. I'll send it. them yeah. to you separate. Whoa! Ha! Yeah, Good clip. Castro, <laughs> charming. Today, TV filmmaker John Albert brought in his crew. I understand that this baby carriage containing your equipment helped you to get your exclusive interview with Fidel Castro. That's so? Right. This equipment's so heavy, we couldn't carry it on our backs. We had to put it in the baby carriage. And all of a sudden, we noticed Fidel began watching us. I don't think he'd ever seen anything like this before. And because of his curiosity, we wound up with the first interview that he's given to American journalists in the last two years. That's kind of it. I think that the, the, the thing that we really wanted to talk about was like the embargo, you know, yeah. this shit is still going on. Mm -hmm. Like relations started normalizing a little bit with Obama, but yeah, really now I it's like worse than ever. Went to Cuba for like a little bit. And then that was like the first time I ever heard of somebody going to Cuba. And then, and then all of a sudden we can't go to Cuba anymore. So that sucks. I would yeah. like to go to Cuba. I would love to go to Cuba. I kind of want to go to Cuba. That sucks that we can't, we can't like, it's so yeah. dumb that I can't just like buy a plane ticket and go to Cuba. And their people seem like very cool, man. It's like, they have like such a high percentage of doctors mm -hmm. that their literacy rate is a hundred percent. Everyone can read. Like, it's higher than they us. Have healthcare. Zero people can read anymore. <laughs> I think Kids we're the only three people who can read. Yeah, d honestly, bro. America's like even uh, official literacy rate is seventy nine percent. That's what they'll admit to. And yeah, I was gonna say that. that's what they like will put on public. And that's pre skibbity toilet. <laughs> dude that's like pre mr beast pre skibbity toilet i it's at like if we look at age demographics kids can't read dude i'm scared i'm so scared we're going into we're going into motherfucking justin trudeau time it's justin oh time. the best part yeah dude so at this time i heard a rumor a did it say Justin Castro on the thing? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I heard a rumor many years ago about this, and I 
thought it was funny. I said, yep. Me too. He yeah. looks just like him. That's Just hilarious. like Ghislaine being the biggest Redditor. Yep. Hilarious. It was just a theory funny. that I read on Reddit a while ago. Now... And then you get some confirmation. You're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... I truly think that Justin Trudeau might be the son of Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. His mother who I found out met Pierre Trudeau when she was 18 on vacation with her parents, and he was 47. Ah, no. So, yeah. So then they got married, like, two years later or something. Like, like, he dated an 18-year-old for, like, two years. And then they got married, and then they had a honeymoon. But then they had a second honeymoon, where they went to a bunch of the classic islands. Actually, yeah, I think maybe I'll just play my uh, my TikTok. Yeah, play like your TikTok. <laughs> Are they mutually exclusive, babe? Hell no. We can goof and we can truth. <laughs> so Justin's <laughs> birthday is December 25th, 1971, right? That's Christmas Day. Happy birthday, Justin. So if that's true, then Justin's mom would have had to have been somewhere around the Caribbean in like... Early this is so crazy, dude. Like April or March. <laughs> and she was never there. We are crazy Canada people stuff. online. Cuba, dude. Come on. Oh, see, here's Justin's mom. And it doesn't it's say just like this is Fidel on here. Justin's mom's name it's too is much. Margaret Sinclair. It's Sinclair too much. It's Peter right Trudeau there. When he was minister of justice while vacationing in Tahiti with her family when she was 18. Oh, but Trudeau was 47. <laughs> okay. Hey. He was captivated by the carefree flower child. No, no, no. He was Child. captivated by the little. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, you yeah. sorry. You covered it. Yes. On March 4th, 1971. Oh, okay. Well, so there it is. Obviously, Pierre is his father. In 1971, the Trudeaus <laughs> took a second honeymoon in the Caribbean. Nicole, help me research this with the newspapers.com. <laughs> Incredible. Then Tobago. We then love newspapers.com. Ancestry sponsor us. With Pierre taking a side trip. Bro, you took her on a second honeymoon? They wrote this in the newspaper. Where, and then she stayed back in Tobago? How many times That's have insane. you guys gotten married and went on a honeymoon and then abandoned your wife? <laughs> Here's that Dude, I hate when that happens. <laughs> came from. Prime Minister Trudeau and his wife left Maybe here Monday by chartered plane on a quick you. side trip to an unidentified nearby island. They arrived here Thursday in a brief second honeymoon and have reportedly been staying at a private residence on the island's posh west coast. Heavy security measures have been in effect since their arrival and the local press was asked to respect the newlyweds' desire for privacy. And when was this? April 13th, 1971. Very interesting. Hmm. Just such a weird thing to be like, yo, we're in the Caribbean. Do not ask us which island. I'll tell you the other ones. Just don't ask about this one. It's okay, so weird, dude. All the it's so we weird. The Grenadines, Barbados, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, and one other island. Do not but ask us. But we won't us. tell Do you. Not. We're not going to tell you. We don't. that people would be upset to hear about. No, no, it's no. It's not. If it we was, not I would that. tell you. I firmly believe that pictures can say a million bajillion yeah, dude, so words. So this picture, what is this? I mean, look at the way that she's fucking like it grabbing is grabbing him. Yeah, brother, no, this is her husband other. directly in front of, directly like, next th- to. Those him. are two people who have fucked. That is simply and her husband. It might, might, be a cuck. Dude, maybe. We don't well, know. So there's a whole bunch of like Fidel, Fidel cucked Justin Trudeau's mom. 
Or Dude. Justin Trudeau's dad. Well, so so remember I said that they were like rock stars, right? And they were they had like groupies essentially, you know. And Fidel was like living his life. Fidel was no, not horny. married. Fidel yeah. was like, he, you know, he, had, he, he probably has some kids, bro. He does. <laughs> he has like five. That so, you so know, he's probably got some. We don't really know about. Brother, there is a one of the people that the CIA sent to kill Fidel Castro was a woman named Marita Lorenz. Did he fuck her? And she was also a Nazi, uh, which is a separate thing, but she was an American spy sent to kill Fidel Castro, and you know what she went and did instead of kill Fidel Castro? Oh, didn't she fall in love with him? She sucked him and fucked him, bro. Yeah, dude, yeah, I remember reading this. (laughs) Bro, she lied to the fucking CIA. She said... To to get a piece of Fidel's hog. Dude, (laughs) and he had one, too, I've heard. Bro, I mean, you can see how, like, he's got the riz, dude. He's so charismatic. He's so, like, suave. Um, yeah, I know you're here to kill me, but how about have you considered s- swallowing sucking? my semen? Dude, I <laughs> you go, you know what? That's a good idea. Dude, that sounds like an influential man. I see. There's a I see. super long, like, Vanity Vanity Fair article that I haven't gotten to read all of yet, but I want to because it has, like, all these details because I need to know exactly, like, how it happened. But, like, basically she went there and t- he, like, either called her out about it but no matter what happened, she fucking, like, within the first night, told him why she was there. Like, they sent me to She's kill like, you. I'm so sorry they sent me to kill you, but are you really nice? And I would actually really like to... Do you like me? I kind of like you. And they had a whole, like... Dude, their, like, affair type thing, like, went on for many years. It was like she did, like, a double agent type of thing where <laughs> she... She would tell the CIA... Like, she came back from um, being there and said that she got pregnant she was there for like nine months and then on the seventh month she they gave her like a cocktail and she drank it and she woke up and she wasn't pregnant anymore and they and they put her on a flight back to america but like many years later it fucking came to light that dude it was a motherfucking lie they lied to hide their child (laughs) and the kid is still fucking alive dude isn't that crazy oh my god (laughs) that's how is that not a movie too that's insane Well, Hollywood has to sign off on it in order to get the Oh, yeah, that's or exactly so. Or the military well, the has to sign off Department on it for Hollywood defense. to get the tanks. Yeah, yeah sorry. And yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Fidel Castro is uh, Justin Trudeau's father, is what I'd I'm suck gathering. Him off. In Dude, my opinion, at, allegedly. Look at the way that. What'd you say? His yeah, mom. I'd suck him off. <laughs> look at the way his mom lights up when the interviewer says uh, Fidel Castro's name. Yeah, because she groomed her. Look at those eyes. Oh, yeah, he's so charming. (laughs) Bro, I'm telling you. Okay, here, we're going to get some pictures now. Side by side. She's like, wave to daddy. Wave to daddy. Seriously, dude. Yeah. This is the first time that Fidel Castro is meeting. This is the uh, first official time that Fidel Castro is meeting Margaret Sinclair and Pierre Trudeau, and he—that's that picture with him holding the fucking kid, and and like with her arm behind him, not this yeah. one. Yeah. Come on. And they've never met before. They in officially they've never met before. Except he's been Be he's been real. eight inches inside of her. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> Planted Justin Trudeau in inside of 
Oh Those God, are identical faces. Oh my god. This is what the internet's for. Yeah, this is... We're bringing back the old internet. We Dude, want... Look this is fun. Picture, this bro. is a fun conspiracy theory. <laughs> this, There's no Dude, harm this here. Is, this is fun conspiracy, and the best part is that I truly... I think it might be true, bro. And it just, like, it's a nice... It's it, The only gateway that this conspiracy opens you to is like, Oh no, does that mean the CIA does other bad things and it's like oh buddy i have bad news for you that's not a conspiracy so that's why i'm yeah. like i think it's an okay conspiracy. i'm just before we watch this i'm really sick of people saying like like the blanket term conspiracy theory yeah being bad that's also a that's another whole tangent that we yeah. cannot, i'm not going on right now but the cia definitely made us think that the word conspiracy Any is theory. bad, bro, but it's like, no, nah, bro, this is, yeah. this is just like, this is fun. Like we need, we need more of these. So mm -hmm. come up with some fun <clears throat> theories about, um, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like the peak. This is the peak of the mountain. This is so good. It's so good. This and is crazy. it's so true. And it's so The mustache like, at the bottom on that one. Yeah, dude. All right. It's like, you know, it's just so like, I'm so excited. I, I don't know. I feel, it's so bizarre, right? It's like the we've been embargoing this country we've been trying to cripple this country for so long meanwhile our northern neighbor is the fucking son of that guy that's crazy right no he's like, he, and justin yeah. trudeau could literally stand up and be like it's fucked up what we're doing to cuba i have a secret i'm the son of fidel castro he could do something he could do it but no one well, no one wants to say anything with their chest and dude, honestly, this all plays into like, oh, maybe this is one of the control things. Maybe this is like, this would be, you know, like tw 10, 15 years ago, you like, you could say this now, I think. I don't think you could have 10, 15 years ago. Like, no. so, you know, who, who knows if this has like been something that's been held over his head, you know, to like get him to control because yeah. we, we yeah. see it over and over that these fucking people are all being blackmailed and they're all being yeah. controlled by blackmail or money. Like that's what Jeffrey Epstein's all about is blackmail and control, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that could totally oh. be one of his things. Who knows? But yeah, I don't it know. Would man. be wild if true. Wild Watch if true. It. Well, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's finish this bitch up. I think that's about it. Hell yeah. What um, dude, two and a half hours, and yeah. we at least got, dude. There was at least twenty five minutes of Cuba in there, <laughs> and the rest of it was phenomenal. I thought it was so. fun. I thought we had a good time. No, and for, I really think we learned a lot. Listening to uh, the 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 ha. Well, if the, the ha. I, I think so. Thanks for coming to the ha. This is our about. Midwest goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Wait, all this no, stuff our has just been so like amazing. hidden. Yeah. So I I know it's a lot of information, but I think a lot of it it's all makes so you know, much sense seeing, though. Yeah. yeah. And seeing the and way it really that, ties in and how how this is these are still their same tactics and they're being used right now. They're being used currently, you know. Like this false flag yes. shit. That's like that's October 7th. Like they mm -hmm. they knew about it and they did not stop it. You know, no, so. I think it's so important to like look at these things that happened and they don't want us to know about because exactly like you just said, like they employ a lot of the same tactics still or have the same like reasons for doing things that they did in the past. And so if we look at this and we can actually like learn something from it, then, you know, we can, like you said, looking at a, a situation like 
what happened on October 7th and what has ensued after that, it makes it a lot easier to understand what's going on, even though it's so fucked up, when you can understand like why it got to that point. Um, it helps, yeah, untangle the mess of like, it feeling like a, uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word they keep using? It's a, not a controversial situation. It's complicated. That's yeah, an easy word and I forgot it. It doesn't feel as complicated when you realize that like a lot of, a lot of this is caused by uh, people interjecting themselves in situations for a specific goal, yeah. you know? It's not all yep. just like these little, you know, oh, these things keep happening and it's no one's fault, but you know, it, it is someone's fault. It's literally mm -hmm. s people are deciding to do this shit to get us to keep doing more colonialism, colonialism, more imperialism, more fucking bombing, more stealing mm -hmm. of natural resources. That's what it, that's the whole game. They think that they mm -hmm. should get access to everything because they are better than us. They literally think that they're better. Like, that's all yeah. it is. It's fucking crazy. But we, we gotta fucking... Free, yeah. home of the brave. Free to fucking grift off everyone. Free to take whatever we want from anyone and coo anyone we want. Because yeah. that's America. Yep. I'm stopping the recording before Nicole gets me in trouble. Oh, no, I was kidding about that, guys. We're not going to do that. That was, uh, I was joking. Somebody wants to know which part of Cuba we came from. My grandfather's sugar plantation. Yeah, with the... With the <laughs> flags. I know we had family in Havana. Uh, flags. Awkward. Of these immigrants, the initial wave was mostly collaborators in the recently toppled Batista regime of the middle or upper class and of European descent.